This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries, official sponsor of Faction 46 and Nice Motorsports Truck Series teams. Forney offers versatile welding and plasma cutting machines, along with a full line of metalworking accessories for beginners, do-it-yourselfers, and professionals. Forney has everything you need for your next metalworking project. Shop for these top-of-the-line products at ForneyIND.com, that's F-O-R-N-E-Y-I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you. Hey y'all, Rick Houston here, and I want to tell you about my new show, the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast. I've partnered up with the state of North Carolina Department of Natural and Cultural Resources to help uncover the history behind moonshining mountain boys, professional wheelmen, and the backwoods and city lights of the Tar Heel State. In the first episode, I sat down with Winston Kelly at the NASCAR Hall of Fame for a little behind-the-scenes gossip about Junior Johnson's engineering skills. He's got two things in his hand, pipe wrench and channel lock pliers, and they weren't new. They yeah. had been, they had been yeah. around the block a time or two. What's so, the first deal they built, I bet? No, no. You know, you could, I think they were, they had, the, the pliers had been red before, but paint had worn off. And in the second episode, I talked to a professional hillbilly, a.k.a. Dr. Daniel Pierce of UNC Asheville, to find out the real history of moonshiners and their battles with the revenuers. He wrote about one of his experience of trying to chase down this uh, this bootlegger and this this souped-up car, and he, he complained that the government gave him these piece-of-crap, cheapo cars and that, that were really no match, but he thought he was doing pretty good. And then the guy just hits it and just takes off and practically disappears. But then the guy makes a bootleg turn uh, and comes back towards him. And it, it, as he said, it was a game of chicken and I was a chicken. And so he ran off the boat. And actually, he was the guy who, who caught Junior Johnson at his daddy still when Junior got tangled up in a, in a barbed wire fence. <laughs> So check out the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast available on YouTube, DailyDownForce.com, and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. And be sure to check out my regular show on NASCAR history, the Scene Bought Podcast. Hey there, NASCAR fans. Have you got your copy of the latest edition of NASCAR Pole Position Print Magazine? If not, there's no better time than now to subscribe at PolePositionMag.com. NASCAR Pole Position is the only print magazine covering NASCAR. Officially licensed by NASCAR, NASCAR Pole Position Magazine is published throughout the NASCAR season, and each edition is an instant collector's item, backed with great feature stories and photography. The magazine is even mailed to you in a poly bag for those who love to collect NASCAR memorabilia. At PolePositionMag.com, you can even find past issues available to purchase. Get your subscription to NASCAR Pole Position and get great NASCAR content delivered straight to your mailbox throughout the season. Learn more at PolePositionMag.com. That's PolePositionMag.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. 
Learn more at marines.com. Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at lionelracing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. Hey guys, welcome to the NASCAR Wiki Podcast tonight. This is Danny B. I will be your host on this wonderful adventure of NASCAR discussion tonight. Uh, Talladega just wrapped up. We are here joined by our usual panel of myself, Eric, Darian, and the Iceberg. We will have David Land will actually be coming on with us a little bit later. You know, it is officially getting close to the month of May. It all starts next week, so that's when David Land gets to go full throttle on his IndyCar coverage. But uh, we got to talk about Talladega. I was in Talladega. I was camping outside of turn number one. And, uh, man, what a race. I, I really was kind of looking forward to seeing the 43 car go back to victory lane. And, uh, man, you know, maybe looking back on it, yeah, he thought he needed to block the car coming. But I just, obviously with, with Kurt Busch there, plus the momentum, I don't think that move was going to work. Because that, that, those kind of moves hadn't really been working so far that day. And, uh, you know, I, I said this already. I think I think Eric Jones kind of just threw it all away for himself. I even making a block. He should have just rode in the bottom line looking back on it. But he didn't. Ross Chastain wins. Gets his second win of his career. The watermelon was smashed there in the hot sun of Talladega. I am sorry for whoever had to clean that mess up. But uh, let's start off with getting your all's thoughts about this. Let's start with Jarrett. What do you think, man? Overall, with the race, the thing that I really liked was the fact that it, I, I felt like in just about every way, and we'll talk about the broadcast later, but just about every way with the racing too, it was an improvement over a lot of what Daytona had. Being in person, it just seemed like, you know, towards the end of that race, it was a complete and utter wreck fest. And it, it was getting to the point, I think we're like, Darren and I both were like, oh, okay, we get it, you're crashing. Like, let's get, let's get to the finish mm-hmm. already. With this one... Um, I believe, I, I believe it was Bob that put it out, but it might've been, it might've been just someone else, but that it was like the, um, I think it was like the longest span of green flag laps at Talladega in 15 years or so. The finish um, race. Yeah. 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 Wow. And it, cause the entire stage three was caution free, like the final stage of that race, no cautions. Um, so I, 
I, I, I enjoyed the fact that they used their heads and that it, it, it felt like a much smarter race than the 500 did. Where the 500 just felt like everyone was just like, you know, checkers or wreckers. It felt like there was actual strategic, um, strategic play uh, at hand with this race. And, and so I, I enjoyed that. And the fact that, you know, they said it was hard to pass out there and I get that like the green flag pass laps don't match up like statistically with other races we've seen, but it felt like they were able to make different lines a lot better. So overall, like I really enjoyed this race. I enjoyed it way more than Daytona personally. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I mean, from the great weather to the great crowd, I wasn't there in person, but it looked good on TV at least. And, and good racing. Like the driver said it was hard to get three lanes really working. It was difficult, honestly, to overcome the bottom lane at times, but we saw when two cars teamed up, they could leave the the leader out to dry, hang them out to dry. We saw that a number of times. So like you said, Jared, I, I thought there was a good, a, a good amount of passing up front, decent racing up front, even though it, you know, the runs are certainly less than they were with the, the, the final gen six package we saw. But I think it's a healthy balance because you could block, like we saw Chastain put a few blocks on guys, some kind of late blocks that worked and didn't spark off big wrecks. Like, you know, rec- blocks that probably would have led to big wrecks a year and a half ago, two years ago. So you kind of got a happy medium there. I, I thought the racing was great. And-, and coming down to the finish, yeah, I mean, Eric Jones – um, you know, kind of controlled the final 20 or so laps of that race, just got a little too far out in front. He's kind of a sitting duck. I do think we've gotten back to a point now where if you're the leader on the last lap at a super speedway, you are probably a little more vulnerable than if you're in second or third. I know, I guess Blaney at Daytona, or not Blaney, uh, Cindric at Daytona was the leader for pretty much the entire last lap. And, you know, he, he put a block like what Eric Jones was trying to do. And I mean, put his teammate in the wall, but made it work. Eric Jones, it was obviously in hindsight, the wrong decision. The bottom lane just had a whole lot more steam coming from behind Chastain. than I think anyone realized in the moment. So, you know, I was impressed with Eric Jones running up front as much as he did without a true teammate anywhere in the vicinity. Um, but Ross Chastain, he was my pick coming into the weekend. I'm two for two and picking Ross Chastain this year. He was also impressive. I mean, track house led laps with Suarez early on and, and Chastain, made some bold moves to stay on the lead lap or to get the lucky dog position, a couple bold moves to hold his position in the draft, but he kept from wrecking people. And that's all you can ask for with Chastain. Mm -hmm. Refine that aggression just a little bit so that he's still making the move, but he's not wrecking the field. Interesting uh, enough or interestingly enough with your pick uh, is that Chastain raced the same car at Talladega that he raced Mm -hmm. at Coda. It's a magical car. Yeah, yeah it's, no. I mean, you know, I I had said it uh, in one of my videos this past week. It's like, Attaboy to NASCAR. You you finally accomplished what the last two generations of cars couldn't. <laughs> yeah, no, the fact that they were able to take the exact same chassis and win at a road course and at a super speeder. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't even race the same chassis at those types of tracks mm-hmm. a year ago. So that, that is a testament to the, the versatility of the new car. It truly is. But the biggest surprise to me all weekend, obviously, was, like, the way Larson performed. Like, just coming towards the end of it, I'm like, Wow, he's really running good on his over speedway. But then the last yeah. time at Daytona, he ends up like basically just wrecking he's, inside the final ten laps. But he was there at the at the very end. And even at, even at Atlanta, he wrecked out in that one. You know, Larson. You know, as great of a racer as he is, he's usually the guy that you expect to have a bad day when we go to a super speedway for whatever reason. It's just always been his luck. So, hey, the fact that he was in it all the way to the end and. And, well, really, you could say that about for pretty much most of the field, there wasn't really any big wrecks or anything this weekend. No, not really. I mean, like, but really, out of points, like the Hendrick cars, too. They got their super speedway program down patent because, I mean, a lot of those 
portions of the race where you saw, you know, one, two, three spots belong to the five, the nine, and the 24. The 48, like, was he P4 with them at one point? Hey, or hey, was he kind of coming, coming out of the end of stage two, he was, and he actually ended up, okay. getting, he actually ended up getting a top 10 on this one. Like, he finished uh, ninth, I think. Yeah, so I'm. I mean, really, yeah, those Hendrick Chevys. I mean, really, the like the Chevys as a whole in Super Speedways, they really have a, a pretty damn good program too. And I mean, Eric, just like you said, man, like you've been on point with these picks this year, man. Like, I mean, this it's so kind of right. Yeah, yeah, you've been like you like you know when he's gonna win or not. Like that's crazy. But but yeah, you know, Chastain two wins, the feel good story. Um, you know, Trackhouse is really just leaving their mark early on too. Only their second year, and really to be championship contenders i mean dare i say it i mean hey he has two wins and the only other guy that has two wins is william byron and a hendrick motorsports car i mean right now it's you know trackhouse racing is looking like championship contenders right now all they need is just daniel suarez to at least win a race and daniel suarez did say something interesting over the weekend he said i feel like i'm gonna have to win a race so i don't know that doesn't really sound like somebody who's like i mean you can look at that both ways that isn't like either number one that sounds somebody that like somebody that isn't too confident they'll make it in on points or he's seeing chastain you know like winning all these races like hey i gotta win one too because he almost did win one because so, he believes he can yeah yeah and then like another interesting thing we'll um, talk about it more but tyler reddick for as many races as he's been in this year he still has that bad luck so much so that he's just minus one uh below the cut line right now yeah blew know? a motor and finished i think last dead, <laughs> last. Yeah, no, dead last yeah 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 i, I didn't I didn't do too good with my pick last week. Mm -mm. <laughs> I immediately thought of Danny. I was like, oh, yeah. He's but, done. You know, I'm, I'm looking here uh, at the finishing order, and there's a couple people uh, that had better finishes than I think people thought, just because, we're, of course, we're focused on the front. Uh, I didn't realize, you know, Truex had still been up there in the top five. Michael McDowell finished eighth. Uh, Justin Haley got a 12th place finish. I believe that, that might be his best finish of the season. Corey LaJoy... He finished 14th. Uh, Landon Castle got a top 20, and Noah Gregson finally went through a race without crashing out of it, wow, finishing that 20. Frosty that, power. That, that, that car looked really good in person, by the way. Yeah. I liked saying that. Yeah, the scheme looked really, really nice on TV, too. And I like the little promos they did with them on the pre-race show. It was cool. Yeah, the Fox pre-race show was actually pretty good. Like, like, I was like, it was really yeah. good. Like, it was really had, like, good. So, a little like, goofy stuff with Bob, but it was like mm -hmm. that was like normal mounts of goofy. The Gridwalk actually had a Talladega Nights cameo, so I'm not going to give that a total passing grade. But yes, aside from that, what I saw was was certainly an improvement. Even that was fine. Like that's an improvement over some of the things we've seen this year. Yeah, yeah. and I actually want to talk about for a moment before we get too far away from the racing. Think about all the names we've been mentioning right now. Obviously, Chastain won. We've talked about Eric Jones, Kyle Larson. Uh, you mentioned a few names just a second ago, Jarrett. Guys who finished inside the top ten, top twenty. Almost all of them, in fact, all but McDowell, we've talked about so far, are Chevys or Toyotas. Mm -hmm. Ford, where were they? McDowell in eighth was the highest finishing Ford, and Fords yeah. were so fast at Daytona. They swept the duels. They won the Daytona so, 500. What happened? They all I'll, just wrecked. I'll ask you. I'll ask you, uh, you guys this and answer if you know. Who was the second highest finishing Ford behind uh, Michael McDowell? Because he certainly wasn't like in the fray most of the day. Was it Harvick? Was it Keselowski? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Harvick. Harvick P10. Uh, so I, I'm looking at the finishing order right here, and there's one, two, three, four, four Fords in the top 20. Oof. Like compared to the Toyotas and Chevys, who, you know, are the top seven. And Toyotas and don't have much. Top 10. 
No, but, no, Bubba and Kurt would have had top fives or top tens until they wrecked at the very, very, very end. Yeah, so, they yeah. was there. I I don't know what happened to Bubba there in the closing laps. Like he was he was pretty much in the lead front or two or three cars until right in the last few laps. He fell. I don't remember. He fell back or oh, he got shuffled on the outside when they were kind of like two two lanes wide, I mm-hmm. think, and he couldn't get back in. That's he what happened. Hooked, he got hooked by Kurt, I think, when Kurt went. Spin. Yeah, he, he was involved yeah. in, in that, I know. But, yeah, I know, it, it felt like he just kind of disappeared kind of like halfway through that thing. But, uh, you know. And Keselowski, I, too. I mean, really quick, Keselowski, I mean, he was up there at times, too, but then he had two speeding penalties. And then Junior, mm-hmm. like, during the broadcast, like, like as they were coming back, he's like, oh, the six just spent. Like, oh, he's, he's, oh, I, he's I, 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 think, I think some memes could be made out of that one. Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. I'll say the Dale Jr. effect was certainly in play, both in the pre-race show, even though it, like they had done the same last weekend with the uh, – especially in the booth. Like, I I don't know about you guys, but it felt like Clint Boyer kind of like just sort of – it's like they told him just take a step back this week and like mm. don't do your Boyerisms. And Actually analyze and see what – and it was great. And, and Kurt great. Busch and Austin Dillon did the same thing. I – I, I would say the worst thing that fo- the Fox booth did this weekend is Adam Alexander screwed up Xfinity qualifying, calling mm-hmm. it at the end. And that's, I mean, it, it's. And Mike Joy it, kept yeah, calling but, uh, Christopher Bell Eric Jones. To be yeah. fair, I still do that. Like, <laughs> I, I got <laughs> over would, that last year. But, well, yeah. and if the 20 would run up front more, I'd be able to. to that's, that's a good point. See, 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 for obvious reasons, Eric is going to pay more attention to a 20 car. So. See, it, well, it's, I got wrecked. It's funny. It's funny though, because I can easily like I've easily shifted to Eric Jones being in the 43, but I still mess up with the 20. Mm -hmm. Like I I don't know why. It hasn't really just, I mean, Bell still hasn't done anything like that much of note. I mean, like, I guess once or twice a year. Yeah. Basically the same thing that Eric Jones did too. So it wasn't like too much of an improvement. That car, man. I think, I think it might be that team. Like I need to, have wholesale changes. It hasn't but, been the same since Kenza Fluff, basically. Just yeah, cause that is facts. They don't yeah. want to admit it. They get what you pay for. <laughs> well. <laughs> Perennial playoffs. Winning in his second to last start. Yeah. He's barely expensive in the for a reason. Just he's saying. barely in the playoffs. Yeah. No, I'm like, talking about Kenza his last couple of years. Oh, well, he, he was barely guy. in the playoffs, too. No, nah, 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 he was cruising <laughs> comparatively. On the, on that note, uh, we can move forward. I talked about this a little bit at the start of the podcast. Kyle Larson's careless block. Try, okay, it's a racing deal. Going for the win, I get it. Yeah, but uh, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, there's a trend. Uh, like yeah. he, I, 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 I mentioned a video earlier this week as well. But you look, he's had four notable instances this year where you could at least argue that the spotter and him yeah. were not on the same page. Yeah. Larson, uh, he's been on a little rampage this year, man. A little bit. Of one. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean dude, like, look at the flash. He basically knocked Haley out dude, of the way. It just so. sounds like a he's... toddler knocking over like a Jenga tower. <laughs> <laughs> like that little I'm rampage. sorry, but when they go to, when they go to Bristol, like, and they have the intro songs, his needs to be Symphony of Destruction because he is <laughs> he's done this, that year, this year. He has crashed more cars than anyone, and that includes Brad Keselowski. Like, yeah, I mean, it's not like he's having a bad year neither. I mean, it's just not as good as the year he had last year. And we basically anticipated that, like, hey, this is going to be a new car. So I don't think anybody's going to be, like, that dominant for for a little while, you know, in the car's first few years, maybe. I'm, but, yeah, no, it's just he's he, had, like, multiple incidents where I mean, it's, like, he's just been out of sync with his spotter or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you, you go back even to the Clash, you know, a race that's more or less just for fun. 
you had Justin Haley, who I, I think honestly he I can't remember now. It's been a while, but I think he got like even just a push from Byron, got into Larson. Larson just t- took him out there because of that, you know. Yeah, in the middle of a Hendrick sandwich, well, and Larson paid him back or hit him over. What, mm-hmm. Well, what's crazy is like you know everyone's saying how oh Larson's having a bad year and all. Aside from Ross Chastain, he has more top fives than anybody in the Cup field. He has it's five top fives. It's not bad Three season. DNFs yeah. and caused a lot more DNFs. I mean, like he, he he is definitely off this year compared to last. I don't know if it's just a new car or the fact that there have been some changes at Hendrick. Like I don't know what exactly it is. He didn't start off last year like winning, you know, five no, or six it, races though. He didn't get on the swing of being Kyle Larson until like right around the time Fox was leaving, NBC was coming in. Right around yeah. the summertime when the summer stretch started. But I mean like cuz we had what like 10 or 11 winners before we ever had a multiple winner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I, I, so I'm not, I'm not too worried yet. We have, you know, 16 races until the playoffs. It's just more, it, it is, it is very uncharacteristic. I, I mean, it kind of reminds me of uh, Chip Ganassi racing Kyle Larson, where it's, it's either he's going to finish in the middle of the pack or DNF or be in the top five competing for a win, but like nothing in between. Like, it, nah. it, it's it's kind of weird to see, almost. Well, what's the yeah. difference between the season he's having and Denny Hamlin, then? Pretty much the same thing? Well, well I'm not... Like Denny Hamlin this year? Denny Hamlin has one top uh, five yeah. and one top Hamlin, ten. Hamlin, yeah, he hasn't been good. Okay. Yeah, Hamlin he, showed up He's having week. a bad <laughs> season, man, yeah. Thank God for this playoff system. Like, he's it wasn't run by both of his cars. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's really bad. Yeah, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. My thing with Larson is I'm not worried about his performance. Like like you guys said, he, it took him until like week 10 or 11 last year to win a, a second race. He's got to win this year. He's got a bunch of top fives. He's still right around where where we expected him to be. My, my question is more just, you know, he's getting a reputation. Like Denny Hamill is blasting him on Twitter in like a series of tweets, call, subtweeting him or directly <laughs> calling him out. We'll talk about it later. Like I, I know it's all kind of joking, but like, you know, he's bringing light to the fact that Larson's wrecked a few people this mm-hmm. year. Uh, and I mean, Larson said after the race, I thought this was super interesting. At first, I was like, "What's he talking about?" And then I thought about it for a second. And I was like, "Oh no, he's right." When Fox interviewed him on pit road, he said, "Oh, it was, it was probably a lack of experience on my part." And I'm like, "Lack of experience, dude? You're around. You just won ten races. What are you? Oh, yeah, no, you're, you're right. Saying. He's he's never up front at these super speedways. He does have ah, a lack of experience at this yeah, type of racing. Mm-hmm. So I can I can look past an incident here or there, and it is a super speedway. Crazy stuff happens all the time. But you know, Hamlin obviously didn't see it that way. At least not entirely. Hamlin did wall chase Elliott at Fontana because his spotter never told him that that somebody was out there. Uh, Daytona, he was pushing when he probably shouldn't be. Like. He's had a few instances this year where spotter driver communication isn't isn't there. Larson's going to win more races this year. He's going to probably make a deep playoff run, but I worry that once he gets to the playoffs, the reputation he's built up over these first 26 races, no one's going to cut him any favors. You know what I mean? Like last year, he had the fastest car pretty much every week. He could drive off. Nobody ever had a chance to bump him or do anything. This year, that may be different with the next-gen car. So I, I, I just look at it that way. For Larson – getting top fives and top tens that's par for the course his goal this year is to win a bunch of races and win a championship and anything that maybe prevents him from doing that or makes that harder that's what's newsworthy and so i like i'm not worried about larson winning races like he'll be fine this year i'm just worried about once he gets to the playoffs what kind of reputation does he have is he going to continue to make these mistakes his spotter going to continue to make these mistakes that's what i want to know mm-hmm. i think i think that's that it's going to be an ongoing uh kind of storyline i guess throughout the year because it, it's like 
not in in an aggressive way, but just in the way that he's taken people out, it does kind of remind me of like 2004 Tony Stewart. If anyone remembers the start of that year, Tony oh, Stewart went on was, a damn rampage. Yeah, he was wrecking he took everybody. Out, yeah, he took out somebody like on average every three to four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's kind of, and I mean, and he, you know, people forget that he was up in the thick of the championship hunt for a lot of that, but it was like, that t- like teams get worn down by this kind of stuff over and over again. And finally, you know, kind of like you were, what you were saying, Eric, with like how it's going to affect him later on. It's just other teams, you know, somebody's going to snap. Someone's mm-hmm. going to snap at Kyle mm-hmm. Larson. And whether that's before the playoffs or in it, which is probably more than likely in it, like that is going to be, I think, a storyline that people need to remember through the year. Because I'm, I'm going to hate if it's like he does this and then goes like 10 straight weeks for the playoffs, doesn't do anything. And people are wondering, like, when somebody he wrecked early in the season, like, gets revenge on him or puts him in the wall or something. And you're going to have a bunch of angry Larson fans going, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't deserve that at all. Why did he do that? I'm like, oh, like, yeah, he did. He didn't did yeah. crash Chase Elliott for a win. I think he, you have one coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like last year, I mean, think about it. When Chase Elliott and, and Harvick had their dust up at Bristol, Chase Elliott said afterwards he accused Harvick of running into guys' left rears all year long. I don't know if that's entirely true. I can't go back and rewatch every single lap of last season to see what, exactly what Harvick did with this car. But Harvick had a reputation in Chase Elliott's eyes, and that's what led to Elliott racing him like an ass at the end of the bristol race so <laughs> mm-hmm. i that i just see i could see something like that happening to larson if he's not careful yeah yeah absolutely but on that note moving on uh man what, what happened to logano exactly I, I i sitting in the stands obviously i was confused i was like I was like what happened depends on who you ask yeah. <laughs> um, based on what i saw like it was it was like a mix of like stacking up on the restarts like they showed the telemetry on Truex's car at one point and he had like gotten on the brakes and I think it was Jones behind him had like then checked up and it sort of was just like a a, a, you know what do you call it like uh I don't I don't know the word I'm brain farting right now kind of a stack up like that and then like when when you listen to Bubba's radio and like his throttle like he never let off like they, it sounded like they were taken off guard that everyone was checking up in front because mm-hmm. it was a restart. It's a restart, yeah. And they just locked bumpers, Logano up into the wall, and then yeah. calamity. One of those yeah, typical I racing official Taldega type incidents. Yeah, code, bro. It's hard to blame any. I liked how I thought, I thought it was a little, a little crazy. Boyer, whoever it was, immediately kind of blamed I think the Hendrick cars for doing the teammate mm. deal, and I'm like, I mean, yeah, that caused it. But like that wasn't their fault. There was a wreck. Yeah. Like <laughs> Truex dragged the well, brake. Everyone else the, kept pushing. They were on the bottom, weren't they? They yeah. were, yeah. They weren't on the, the top. Like, like I mean, um, I think Byron was on the top, but the stack up was on the bottom. No. If it was for the Hendrick cars, well, this, well, he was saying that because uh, whoever it was, Larson or somebody, came down, that like caused Truex to suddenly slow down because he hit the wall of air all of a sudden. And I'm oh. like, I think you're reaching, but I've never They're driven a race like, car. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, your, he, but your point about Truex is. is your point about Truex is telemetry. I think what he probably thought was, I'm gonna drag the brake slightly and get a bigger push from the guy behind <laughs> me. Yeah. Not knowing that there was already three other guys being pushed <laughs> right behind him. <laughs> it was know. just a train and like all that energy just went right back into yeah. the front bumper of Bubba. Yeah. So it's like I don't I, I see no fault in it. It it is truly one of those racing deals. I know everyone hates, you know, using that yeah. term with it, but yeah. it's like it, it's just the nature of restarts on super speed. The same thing happened in twenty twelve, uh, towards the end of the Talladega spring race that year, where you know, they just had another stack up because everyone's on top of each other. And as soon as somebody kept, uh, checks up, you're just 
you're bound to have somebody who's not going the right way when they get hit in the back. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's not malicious. Well, uh, I guess, I guess it's really all to talk about that. Cause that's really, you know, it basically covers it right there. Uh, one last note here. And, uh, Jared, maybe you might want to more specify on this one. Cause obviously I didn't hear anything about this sitting in the grandstands. But the, yeah. the, the the note says that Eric Jones' team never changed left side tires. What do you mean more about that? They they didn't change left side tires. Like like race, like at all, like at all? No, not like at all. Wow. No. Yeah. No. Which was weird because like handling seemed to be much more at play in this race. Like the cars, at least on TV, they looked. Maybe it was just certain ones, but certain cars, like they looked on edge. I'm um, sure it was slick because it was hot there this weekend. Yeah, wasn't it like high 80s? The it, whole was, it was. It was. It was definitely like 85 degrees this weekend. I, my sunburn is kind of faded, but I had a I had a big one going on my arms. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I just that caught my eye when I saw it on Twitter. I forgot it's like some like NASCAR statistics account or something had been like you know had to and they were like. We had to double and triple check to make sure this was true, but like it got retweeted by like you know verified people and like different. I think Jeff Gluck might have retweeted it. Like either I think they, well, they mentioned something on the broadcast at well, one point. Well, also too like yeah. it was so hot all, the entire weekend that you know when they were rolling the cars into inspection, they had to put like umbrellas over like the. Yeah, I guess metal from yeah. bending in the mm-hmm. heat. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how hot it was. That's crazy that they had to do that. Mm-hmm. It's not. But what I, what I thought was crazy was how prepared they were. Like all these teams mm-hmm. had like six umbrellas around the car. I'm like, <laughs> well, I mean, well, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen six umbrellas in my life. Like I, I don't yeah. even know what my umbrella is now. What the heck? Well, I, I can. I can tell you from Bristol at least, uh, being down in the infield, like when they had uh, all the rain and stuff going on, the drivers were standing out. Like every PR person on the team was coming out with an umbrella. It felt like so. They always have them just for that reason, at least. They had they had more umbrellas for the inspection than any of the PR team. Yeah, pretty much. That's funny. Um, with that, let's take a look at the playoff cut line. Obviously, we are now 10 races in, 16 races to go in the regular season. Sitting in 12th place, we have Martin Truex Jr. still 56 points to the good. Overall, I'd be very... I'd be comfortable with that, especially where we're at in the season and with the tracks remaining for Truex. I think he'll easily be fine. Then we've got you, real quick. You look at the first whatever ten races or so this year. Mm-hmm. Like half of them have been like wild card races. Yes, like yeah. either a super speedway or dirt. So like we're gonna get into a rhythm here in the summer we, where like the good guys are gonna rise to the top consistently. Yeah. I think. We're getting ready to go on a run where we'll have more super. No, not super. We're getting ready to go on a run where we'll have more intermediates. And mm-hmm. honestly, it's. You take out Atlanta because that really wasn't an intermediate. Now we have not had many of those really on the schedule so far this season. Yeah, now we're coming up on Dover, Darlington, and I believe Kansas, and then Charlotte, and then Gateway, and I believe after that we finally go back to like a different kind of track with Sonoma. So yeah, it's like we're a lot we're of town see based. A wild. We're not gonna see a wild card race that's a points race until mm-hmm. mid June. That is true. That is true true but and there's a lot of variety in that schedule too there's a lot of variety in general which is why i think nascar really has a good thing really really the the biggest stretch of intermediates i think is maybe the playoffs now at this point i'm not sure mm. i'd have to check on that i i yeah they moved, they moved texas up and they moved kansas back i mean there are a few in there but they're like always back to back two in a row but then there's something like a darlington or a Bristol. Yeah. since they got rid of mm. since they added the roval it's broken it up a bit yeah, yeah. All right. 
Going back into the playoffs, we have Martin Truex, who's 12, 56 points to the good. Eric Almirola is 13th, 23 points good. Then we get into ones where it gets a little, maybe less good. 14th is Kevin Harvick, plus 10. 15th is Austin Dillon, plus 3. And 16th is Christopher Bell, plus 1. Now, Christopher Bell, that's definitely better. He was he was sitting outside for a while. He was in the 20s, I think, for a little bit there. He so, was back there with Hamlin. He's, yeah. done, he's done a good <laughs> he's job. He's done a good job to climb himself back in there. Uh, and another guy who honestly has had a great season and the results do not reflect on it is Tyler Reddick, who is 17th minus one back. Eric Jones sits behind him, 18th minus 12. Kurt Busch minus 25 and 19th. Daniel Suarez is 20th minus 25. Chris Buescher, 21st minus 47. Bubba Wallace is 22nd minus 50. And Justin Haley is 23rd, 60 points back to the cutoff line. Right there, one of the things that stands out to me is, you know, I think you're going to keep comparing the two since uh, one left and essentially went to an extra Joe Gibbs associated car as Bubba Wallace being 22nd minus 50 back where Eric Jones has that car just on the outside of the playoffs minus 12. Yeah, that's a good one. That's Chevy's right. just well, been so good this year. I mean, and yeah, Jones would be higher yeah. up if he hadn't wrecked at the end of the Vegas Yeah, that's, that is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. He's, he's had if a lot he, of good runs. If he would have finished at least one of those other races earlier in the season, at least got hey, like top fifteen, he'd hey, be in. He'd be locked in if he would have just stayed on the bottom. But you know, <laughs> I think with that one, it like it, it happened so quick though. Kind of going back to that real quick, it's like with, with Jones. Like I understand because usually that move is the move. Like yeah, you, that that guy will get the big run, then he'll pull up beside him, side draft him, slow him, slow the car down on the bottom, and get the win. We've seen you know Harvick do it before among you know among others. So it's like, I understand it. I don't think he realized that Larson was basically going to, you know, screw it all completely up. Nuke yeah, yeah it's good. It. Destroy <laughs> like, everybody. Yeah. So it, it seems dumb now, but, you know, if, if Larson doesn't have Kurt Bush on his outside, that's, you know, a smart move, mm-hmm. I, I think. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, if he would have stayed in the bottom, I think the worst that happens is he finishes second. I yeah. That's probably true. Really quick, shout out to Eric Amarola, man. I mean, the season he had last year, and now he's mm-hmm. above Kevin Harvick, who's supposed to be like the best driver at Stuart Haas Racing, right? And he's mm-hmm. above him in the points and stuff. And I keep forgetting that, yeah, this is Eric Amarola's final year. So for this being his final season, it's not going out and, the, you know, very badly. The thing about Amarola right now is that he's been like 12th placing himself into every, yep. you know, every week. Like, because, you know, we had made that big thing. I believe it was the first four weeks in a row he got top tens. Yeah, he only he only has four top tens still on the year and has only led six laps. What's his average not, finish? Uh, I don't have that. I know he hasn't DNF'd and he hasn't been up in the front much. <laughs> like I mean, that's a plus. So he's he's, he's just fifteenth every week. In a in a sixteen car playoff field, that is exactly the result that you need to make it in this series. So good exactly. good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's look at the playoff situation as we sit right now. Let's go ahead and go into the ratings. Jarrett, what you got for us over in the ratings department? Um, well, I'm okay, so I'm going to include the Xfinity ones with it too, so we can have a little positivity. Yeah, that, that, that's good. Um, that's good. <laughs> so the Cup race got a 2.61 rating with 4.682 million viewers, which means that the viewership itself was flat. I think it was only like 0.3 to 0.4, somewhere in the middle there, percent back, which is you know nothing um but it was down six percent in the rating last year at a 2.81 and there were 4.701 million viewers uh, respectively which means the difference of viewership this year when it comes to viewers was 19,000 
which I think a bunch of those probably were at the race itself. Um, the Xfinity series, on the other hand, had a huge, huge win. Uh, just over 2 million viewers in this race, meaning it's the most watched Xfinity race since Daytona's season opener in 2017. Mm. Uh, it's the most watched Xfinity race in over five years, up 30% from 2021's edition of the race, which I kind of figured they'd be up as long as it didn't rain like last year. But the fact that it was that far up is actually genuinely surprising. Um, you know, you could say maybe, I guess, that the Talladega race was against the NBA playoffs. But at the same time, it was, you know, this is around the same time last year. It was against the same stuff last mm-hmm. year. It, it's flat, though. You know, it's not it's not a loss. It's not the end cup, of the world. The cup rating's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, typically this is, this is when it starts to tick up. Like, you Daytona, da, 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 oop, Talladega. We kind of had a, a week early with Bristol Dirt this yeah. year. And it just kind of stayed the same from Bristol Dirt, you know. So I, yeah. I mean, you want the rating to be higher because you do want to attract younger audiences. Um, but the the viewership number is fine, and and Xfinity, I mean that that's outstanding. I, I I think my bold predictions: this man right here and his driver Jeffrey Earnhardt are largely <laughs> responsible for that. I think uh, they're Earnhardt responsible effect. by yeah. winning the poll the day before. That got headlines and then uh, I think by I, winning I, the poll at daytona i was just yeah. gonna say i i think that had a lot to do with it and the weird thing is i feel like this whole thing even though it was great it still was not advertised soon enough i don't think because no. this was like they announced this like two weeks before the race is happening and i mean this is a big deal for you know dale earnhardt's grandson to race his car or race his number i mean or i should say and yeah. uh, I, I don't think that it was advertised properly. I, I said this to, to you guys in our in our Twitter chat. I thought that they should have advertised this the same capacity, the same amount that they did when Dale Earnhardt Jr. drove the three in 2010. I think the reason they didn't was they weren't sure how Jeffrey Earnhardt would perform. I guess. See, I think, yeah, that's, yeah, probably true. I think that's the. I think that's why because I wasn't sure how he would do either when I first saw. It, I was like, oh, okay, this is cool and stuff. But I mean, if you ask anybody before last before Friday, like, do you think or Jeffrey Earnhardt's going to be a threat to win? I think most no. would say no. Yeah, and like nobody picked him to win either. Yeah, and then out of nowhere. So I mean, even for like not advertising it and all that stuff, I mean, it's still a, a damn good rating. Could it have been better if they advertise it? Sure. But I mean, that could have blown up in their face. Like, oh, they're advertising Jeffrey's racing in the three, but then he doesn't do good, you know? So, yeah. Like, so lap two. Yeah. Blows I mean, or whatever. Because wasn't that his first career top five, anyways, in, in the Xfinity? Oh, series? was it? Was I think, I, yeah, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. I think it was his first career mm-hmm. top five. So that's yeah. all you go why they didn't advertise it. Yeah. Easily his best, his best finish for sure. But uh, it would have been nicer to see a little bit more on that. Um, Going back to the cup race, though, because we, we kind of jump forward into the Xfinity race a little bit. There is one thing that we have to take care of, Darian. That's right. The pole! The famous iceberg pole! That never gets old. Pole? So, pole? 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 <laughs> so, we didn't we didn't go breaking any records this week, but it was def- I think it was the highest, if not one of the highest voted ones of the year. Um, just shy of 16,000 votes Ooh. this week. I asked, what did you think of the 2022 Geico 500? And uh, 52% of you said that it was a great race. 33% said good, 11 average, and two for below average, and two for bad. Meaning net positivity was at 85% for this race, and net negativity was at 4%. Now, going through some of these comments here, 
Uh, the first, the top voted comment was from that one guy. Uh, interesting name has a one instead of a which guy letters one. That which guy. guy. That one guy. Um, the fin- he said the finish was incredible, but the race as a whole was superb. We didn't have 15 overtimes, and the end built up to a dramatic finish beautifully. I think that kind of sums up what I, you know, I was thinking of the race earlier. Um, Dante Moore says, I cannot imagine how bad Eric Jones feels. I haven't seen a replay, but he did a phenomenal job. Let's go, Ross. Uh, 28M says, thumbs up to Kyle Larson, Eric Jones, and Austin Dillon for either staying up front or finishing strong. I was surprised there wasn't more crashes and or a big one at the end. Congrats to Trackhouse and Ross for their second win of the season. Uh, Spencer5478 says, that was amazing. Amazing race, amazing finish, amazing, amazing. Also, Dale Jr. in the booth, everyone. Amazing. Um, Let's see. Again, when there's lots of positive ones, I do try and find the. Uh, oh, we, oh, we had oh we had the lyrics to "Sweet Home Alabama." Oh, that's yeah. appropriate. Uh, let's see. SDJ2 says, "I really wanted that one for Jones. Great battles throughout. Happy to see Chastain get it done. Looking forward to Dover next week to see how these cars do there. I do think Dover will be a big test. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Napa Racing Fan 927 has the lyrics to "Talladega" by Eric Church. So, is that how that song goes? I think so. I think it's. Uh, how we that should have a karaoke song. night on the NASCAR Weekly podcast, <laughs> yeah. and then just get DMCA into oblivion. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We'd, we'd have to sing good. To do yeah, that. like we're gonna be good enough to do that. Uh, JGR for life says, "I wasn't expecting Larson or Truex to run as well as they ran today." Mm. Uh, that comment yeah. put right uh, after yeah. the race. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, yep. Uh, Tyler. Tyler Dario says, as a Larson fan, I'm happy he finished top five. Happy to see new winners this season compared to last. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's a different pace for yeah, sure. Who, who would have thought that like 10, 11 weeks in, I don't even know how many races we've done now, that the two drivers leading the series in wins would be Ross Chastain and William Byron. Like, Nobody. Told me, like, oh, Byron might win a couple. Okay, but Chastain? I don't even think everybody on this panel had Chastain to make the playoffs. I think only I did. two of us, right? Did, did I record show? Did I have him? I don't know if I, I did. I don't. I think I might have had him I, in the I, last spot. I, I I had a track house car. I can't remember if I had both. Yeah, we got to go back yeah. and check that. Let's check the tape. This is cool. Jerry Hamilton says the number one car wins in both Formula One and NASCAR today. Max Verstappen in F1, Ross Chastain in NASCAR. That's right. I didn't think about that because Verstappen did change it to one because he's the defending champion. (laughs) That's right. Is that an F1 custom? Do they do that? What? Does the defending champion change their number every year? Oh, no. He just wanted to. European racing has some very different cultures. And yeah. here's another interesting bit that I'm surprised I didn't think of. Smith Hawkins says random, but it's kind of nice to see DEI live on and win in a way at Talladega. Oh, that's right. Cause if you know the whole backstory, cause Ty Norris is involved in that whole operation. And that team basically used to be DEI like a long, 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 was, long time ago. Yeah. That was the DEI one team. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. So, how about that? That's cool. Uh, there's a lot of people just with watermelons. Oh, I found I found the last comment. We already know it's it's negative. Um, I'll, I'll ask you guys the first comment in a bit. But the last comment is from Adam RTR. Awful race. Badass Brad should have won, not um, crap stain. 
Hey, at least well, at least Brad at least Brad Kozlowski won on pit road. Was, I, yeah, I mean you kind of have to not be spitting on pit road. To, I mean to he fit. was there since the end. I mean I picked him to win. I was like, okay, all right, he got out of that earlier speeding penalty. He's gonna come back, and then Junior comes back. He says, "I have a sixth fan." I'm like, oh, he's fed, damn it. So, <laughs> all right. So the first comment this week, and it's a, I'll say right now, it's actually a surprising one. Hmm. It's not from Denny Delivers. Shocking. <gasps> That's is he okay? What happened to him? I see him in the chat, but that, could that be like a, his resurrected corpse? Like, I don't know. He's okay? all right. He's all right. Uh, oh, 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 he's over here saying ratio. He's ratioed us. Oh, he's ratioed us. Sorry. Well, the Who's first the one first? is actually from Ben Nelson. So from that name, can you say positive or negative? Negative. Negative. Oh, I think super. Probably, it's probably just a bunch of watermelons. Negative. He had said, wow. That's it. it. He just said, "Wow." He just so, couldn't believe Denny Delivers wasn't there. Uh, okay, <laughs> Actually, so it was funny. The, the the responses to him were all just like, "Oh my God, someone beat Denny Delivers for once." <laughs> so I, I, I guess we can call that positive. He's like, "Wow, I'm here." That's he's like Squidward when he shows up in that room when he's all alone. He's just <laughs> alone. <laughs> alone. Alone. Oh man, can you imagine like driving like to work or school in the car and having this, you know, having just us going alone, like playing <laughs> over your speakers? I I hand it sound. I hand it to everybody who watches us live and everybody who listens like on Spotify and, and Apple and everything. Like yeah, like somewhere somewhere there is <laughs> a person. Put up with us? Somewhere there is there's a person out there who we are assisting them in a traffic jam they are in right now. I appreciate that. You can do it. You can make it. You can make it through. All right, but yeah, that was the poll. The poll. So thank poll. you guys for voting. Yeah, I'll put it up after every race this, this I, year, I, even I, the All Star race. I see Eric has put Wow in the chat. Let's spam Wow in the chat for a little bit, guys. Come on, Wow. Yeah, this chat was already. Let's, let's, wow. We're gonna make this an Owen Wilson chat. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. But anyway, yeah. So that was the poll. That was the Cup race. I think. Uh, there's one other race we can talk about that we talked a little bit about. Yeah, Xfinity. Hey, uh, r- real quick, before we jump into Xfinity, even though we don't usually talk about them that often, how about the decision for the ARCA race to end before the scheduled time? Yeah, I don't you know. ARCA's, ARCA's rules are so weird, man. This, this, would be, uh, this would be easily avoidable if we scheduled the races in times that they could run even a little over windows with it instead of right up to literal sunset yeah. this happened last year with the xfinity race where we had to end five laps early because of darkness and then because of overshooting the the time window for arca they had to end it with the last flag ending the race and like right after they say it on the broadcast there's a crash and it ends with like what seven to go like, yeah uh, essentially essentially when they said that i knew it was like okay this race is about to be over i know these guys are not going to survive without having another correct well, it, be, being in the vein of having David Land on later tonight, like if if you have a track that doesn't have lights, and you're going to have multiple races, yeah, noon, yeah, noon, noon, Eastern. noon, noon. noon. The, the issue the Arca race had was the red flags. Like for who was the driver that had to be like the yeah, sixty-three? It was Scott uh, Mullins, Melton. Or, Scott Melton. Scott Melton. Yeah, yeah. He got he got plowed into. So I was like, whoa. Oh you know, no, it happened yeah. like almost. Every other year now in ARCA is like some older driver gets hurt. Yeah, because like, the year, yeah, because the year before the other guy he had gotten burnt 
um, trying to yeah. get out of his car. So yeah. there's always yeah. something happening with his arm. And, and then even in practice too, Tony Brightinger and stuff, even like she hit the wall in practice because she got turned. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she had an eventful week between some tal- <laughs> some Talladega drama and then some sponsorship leaving. I don't know. Hey, hey, let me just say this, y'all. I'll leave it at this. Arca's had it. It's been a wild year in Arca, man. The only positive I can think of is, hey, Raza Karuth, he's been on the show. He's currently the point shooter. He's quietly doing i was, now, I, 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 was, I, was I was happy to see him leading laps and hopefully he can uh keep it up now where's the second place guy um when you hear about it you'll go nuts let's just put it that way oh, oh you're my bad, gosh you're bad. not not as not as not as bad as what happened but eric wants to what? eric wants to die inside what? <laughs> why did you say it like that <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, well, well, oh, all right, Darren, we'll, we'll cut busting your balls over this and let's move on. Right, let's go. <laughs> but hey, the Xfinity race was pretty damn good, though. <laughs> hey, come on, y'all. No aggression. You made me break the tab off my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the rest over here. But Noah Gregson, how many wins is that this year now? What is that? Multiple wins this year now for Gregson? Shoot, I don't even know. Is it two or three? Hey, I think it's like somewhere around there. I think, but... I think I it's two. I'll I'll check real quick. I don't even know. I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll pull it up right now. I got the I got the page up. Yeah, but him that and Ty Gibbs second win of the year. Okay, so him and Ty Gibbs again, still the favorites for the championship. Yeah. I mean, you saw some other guys. Obviously, Jeffrey Earnhardt. That was a feel good story. I mean, that was like perfect too. Him and Larry Mack and stuff. They came up there through on the final lap. I was like, wait, are they going to get a big enough run and just? get all the way by you know do um, no Gregson in there and stuff but hey that was a good finish for him his best career finish ever maybe jeffrey earnhardt could do more races in the three maybe specifically on super speedways i don't know how if he would fare too well in like an intermediate to be honest you know so. yeah I, I don't know where he finished but austin hill led a bunch of laps again mm-hmm. is he just like yeah, a he, really good super he, speedway he, racer yes he yes, he was who i picked and you know I, I asked him this after the atlanta race where he finished second in that one I said, you know, what was like, what, what what makes you good at doing these super speedway races? And he just said, it's just attrition. He did it so long, and it, he was in the truck series for so long, and and kind of not the best equipment, and also, uh, uh, oh, I know what Eric, I know what Eric was just looking at, and we'll come back to that. Well, well, no, I was I was actually reacting to what you're what Austin Hill is saying because I disagree with his own opinion of how he races because he didn't survive out there. He was leading laps. He led laps at Daytona, and he was leading laps here at Talladega. He knows, like, he, he knows what he's doing. If by surviving, he uh, just needs oh, to stay ahead of the sorry, ranks. I don't know what I said, but I meant just how long he's been doing it. He's just kind of gradually gotten better at it because oh, yeah, he had because no, he, sure. he had so much time in the truck series and not good equipment that and makes, also good equipment yeah no that's fair that no that makes sense and yeah i just i looked at it and i'm like he's not just surviving out there he's going out and taking it and i'm right, like that's yeah I, mean, I, I just didn't expect it i didn't expect him to come out in the first two mm-hmm. real super speed not county atlanta and be like by far the best driver in car like yeah. what the heck <laughs> like what's yeah. going on so but no yeah cool for cool for noah gregson always fun to see him celebrate you know uh, cool for jeffrey earnhardt run second he was flying through there at the end there i mean i feel like we got all right. the cautions out of the way in the xfinity race like yes and that's what like we we got it all out of our system a day early and and so when the cup guys went out there it was like oh okay well they get they gave they gave them their weekend uh dosage of destruction mm. um but i i will say like it it was it was pretty cool seeing the way that when they kept doing those overtime finishes, how the field would shuffle up because of course, you know, no, no choose line or, or choose cone or anything with super speedway racing. None of that you're just, you're with who you're with and, and unless you're the leader, 
Um, so it was pretty interesting to see how like people for half a lap would be like, all right, we got a plan. We're going to do this. And crap, we have to go with the person that we were against <laughs> before. And it was, it was really interesting seeing the yeah. different combinations. Yeah, it was interesting at one point to see Sam Mayer and Ty Gibbs basically working together at one point. <laughs> yeah. Ty Gibbs, yeah. Ty Gibbs wrecked out. Can we talk about that for a moment? Yes. Uh, yeah. Was it was it Ryan Sieg behind him? Uh, it was Ryan Sieg uh, behind him. Yes. Either way, I, he got yes, kind of squirrely, and it looked and the and this you were t- you alluded to this earlier, Jared, but uh, Austin Dillon and Kurt Busch did do a good job on the broadcast, the Xfinity broadcast of really trying to analyze a wreck and kind of decipher who was mostly at fault, what were they thinking at the time, and I think it's safe to say Ty Gibbs. Maybe got a little more of a push from Ryan Sieg. They have a history than he thought he mm-hmm. than he wanted. And as he was pulling back in line, he stuck his hand out to basically be like, "What are you doing, man?" And as he was distracted, driving out his rear mirror, ran through the guy in front of him and wow. set off a big wreck. So I, I hate to keep trashing Ty Gibbs, but it's, it's just yet another if, if, one of what are you doing? Was, if he was looking back, Grandpa Joe needs to bring him back in the hauler and hit him upside the head and be like, "What are you doing? We have the, money goes into this." It I is not an bit. Uh, this is all a legend. Like, I, mean, I wasn't riding shotgun Again, with reckless, Gibbs, but, but reckless that's what it looked like. It looked like yeah. he was, oh, whoa, what are you doing? Oh, shoot. Yeah, it <laughs> is a, just the like. last minute deal. It's like, oh, crap. I, Sorry. I, I, Sorry, I, can, I can tell you guys this. When he wrecked, that place cheered as if it was 2008 and Kyle Bush had just wrecked it. He's the new oh, yeah. he's the new Kyle Bush, man. Yeah, he he's is. The new, yeah. Well, I mean, the difference is, is Kyle Bush at least got a few years in cup to not be the most hated guy. Like I remember yeah. I remember pre 2008 Kyle Bush, it's like people didn't like him, but people didn't boo him. People yeah. were just like, "Oh, and it's, oh, there's a pissy little kid that we all get mad at." Like mm-hmm. but but it was like after 2008, you know, every, everyone went nuts at him, but it's like Ty Gibbs hasn't Good even made a cup God. start yet. He hasn't even gotten yeah. to a full season in Xfinity, and he's the most yeah. hated driver in the sport right now. Pa- it's like, pardon, it's crazy, kid. Pardon the wrestling term here, but yeah, he's coming straight out of the Xfinity series already to heel, already the bad guy. Can yeah. you imagine what'll happen if he gets into a run-in with one of the Hendrick guys, like in this first year? Like, can you imagine just, that? Just for the fun of it, just dude. Oh, yeah, oh, I would love it. it. Don't get me wrong. Hey, I'm hey, just hey. Saying, for also, his sake, I hope he doesn't. Hey, remember Elliot Larson and Byron are going to be driving that '88 car in some Xfinity races this year, so it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could happen. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and the races that they're running in are all tracks where you have to imagine <laughs> Ty Gibbs will be up there in the mix of it. I'm having Denny delivers in the chats quoting the Drake and Josh run over Oprah bit for the hey watch it watch it <laughs> 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 no but it, overall man he is I think he just needs a moment to just take a breath calm down like if he's making moves like that with like you know it wasn't you know that close to the end of the race there's still time between the end of the mm-hmm. race if I'm not mistaken again I could be mistaken um, but it's like that's just like one of those, you know, rookie mistakes that you, just, yeah. you can't, you can't do that. If that's, if that's what he did, you can't do that. Like, and move up to cup and be expected to perform. And like, it's the kind of thing. Like we're kind of critiquing it again. Allegedly we're alle- alleged mm-hmm. what he did. We're critiquing it, but I feel like we let him off the hook a little faster. If not for the shenanigans at Martinsville, if not mm-hmm. for the shenanigans at Richmond, if not for the and shenanigans with Ryan C. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> if, not for, if not for all these other things, we'd maybe give him a pass on this, but as he builds up a reputation, he's going to get less and less and less of a pass, which is just going to make learning all the much, all the more harder. You, you know, know, you know, this really kind of goes into this. You know, a lot of us think, yeah, Ty Gibbs is probably good enough to go straight to the Cup Series next year. 
but also with these kind of, you know, incidents like this, maybe, you know, time would do him better. A lot of people say that Noah Gregson is good enough to be in the Cup Series at this point full-time, and if there was the right ride, he probably would be. But also, I remember just just a couple of years ago, we were talking on this show about yeah. we were talking on this show about Noah Gregson being a very at that point hated driver. A lot of people were not happy with the way Noah Gregson raced people. They weren't happy with some of his antics off the track. And now I would say with time, that perspective has changed. People are happy to see him winning races now. You know, the the perception changes. The longer you stay in the series, the longer you keep your name there, the more you mature. That's been good for Noah Gregson. So, you know, yeah, Ty Gibbs could probably go to Cup. He could probably even win in Cup. But maybe well, maybe the time would be good for him. I'll even say back in, uh, I believe, 2018, our first year doing this, we were, you know, basically had a wreck counter for the 60 car mm-hmm. with, with yeah. Austin Sindrick. And, yeah. and, and Chase Briscoe. Was and Chase Briscoe. Too. And now look yeah. at him. Like yeah, both, both them matured. It's like, I, I don't think people, like, value as fans how much maturity a driver can gain by just taking an extra year or two in the lower series, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I hope he comes back in 2023 in the Xfinity series. Cause I think we'll see a much more mature Ty Gibbs. And I mean, you see right now it's been what nine races and he's won three of them already. Can you imagine, can you imagine what a Ty Gibbs who has, you know, the awareness of a more mature driver, like a Noah Gregson, can you imagine what he could do in that car? With, yeah. Like, you know, with a better focus. It'd be crazy. Crazy yeah. good. I mean, people said this about Kyle Busch for years. And then when he finally got it under control fully in the mid 2010s, he was winning six to 10 races a year, basically mm-hmm. like in that range. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like the potential is there. Yeah. No, I, I want him to stay in Xfinity for another year and break some records. And before he heads to cup, in, in addition yeah. to hopefully maturing that emotionally, because like, if he goes to cup tomorrow and makes these mis- kinds of mistakes on that big of a stage, Ooh, well, you thought the booze Saturday were bad, Danny. Imagine a crowd three times that size. I know. <laughs> I know. A lot for a 20 year old to handle. Hey, personally, I wouldn't mind seeing Ty Gibson Cup next year. I mean, obviously, it's more beneficial for him to go to Xfinity, but if he were to drive Cup next year, I think he'd really hold his own and stuff. Now, I, would he cause some havoc and stuff? I think so. Every now and then, there'd probably be somebody that would need to put him in his place a little bit. But, yeah, overall, though, I think staying in Xfinity for one more year would definitely do him some good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that'll do it for the Xfinity race, in all honesty. Uh, I think mm-hmm. we discussed a lot, and... And that's the weekend right there. Uh, we, we got done just before the top of the hour. So, you know, even though, uh, even though it felt like this was a pretty big weekend, Todd Egg obviously won the biggest year. Hey, we're, we're, we're tracking good to get done ahead of the hour. So with that being said, I need someone to do a three-minute timer. I've got some super chats to read. Who wants All to do that? All right. Just tell me when you're ready in three, two, if you want me to count down. Let me get it refreshed on YouTube real quick. Trying I can to create my own, my own UFO here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what are you doing? It's, like, it's like hovering, just like your UFO. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fun with pop filters. All right, let's go scroll down here to the first one. I'm ready. All right, I'm ready too. All right, in three, in two. 
and one. Lord Voldemort coming in with $1.99. Appreciate that. They say the Dark Lord welcomes my friend David to the show. And David should be coming on here actually kind of soon. He just told me he just got checked into his hotel, so he'll be on here before you know it. Jar Jar Banks coming in with $1.99. Says Misa thinks Ratatouille is Disa best Pixar film. There you go, Eric. You got a little, you got some support. Oh, no, it's not the best. Whoa, let's not get crazy. Santa Claus. Oh, love here for Santa Claus. $1.99 coming in. Naughty List Drivers. Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Busch, Ty Gibbs, Chase Elliott, Haley Deegan, Matt DiBenedetto, and Austin Dillon. Those are the drivers on Santa's Naughty List this year, guys. What Austin Dillon do? I don't know. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> Santa Claus of another $1.99. Hamlin on Naughty List. Uh, I don't know. There's a bunch of other names on here, so I'm, I can't. They're, they're all initial, so I can't think of who they are. <laughs> Kyle3000 coming in of 999. Appreciate that. I would like to allot Dennis Hamlin one singular yike for using a family guy funny on the internet. N- not even giving him multiple likes, just one yike. I can't believe yike. that. Yike. <laughs> Cavante Caldwell coming in for 499. Appreciate that. Kyle Larson has had three top fives in the last four races, but we can continue the narrative that he's struggling. But, hey, whatever gets the clicks, I see. Yeah, that's a little harsh there, Cavante. Yeah. I mean, you don't exact, exactly wreck the field and on a regular basis and be yeah. good, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Not, uh, based on, it's not based on the performance. It's the other stuff that we, yeah. people are talking about. Yeah, true. Uncharacteristic stuff. Mm-hmm. Speedway Anywhere coming in $5. Appreciate that. Everybody, shh, I haven't seen the races yet. Hee <laughs> hee. Okay, well. Uh, if you're still listening, sorry, man. Yeah, you gotta go watch it, bro. Tyler Dotson coming in with $5. Appreciate that. Given the rapid growth of soccer and F1 in the States and those sports having no ads, do you think NASCAR is looking at a paid subscription with no ads? No. At least something with no ads, though. Not maybe paid yeah. subscription, but something. If I'd be happy to pay $10 or $15 for commercial-free <laughs> broadcast, or just bring me race view back. Yeah, yes. I miss Raceview. You can yeah, put, put a true. huge ad, a giant Geico banner on top of it. I don't care. Just bring your Raceview. Mm-hmm. GN coming in at $5. Appreciate that. You want to know why we have vanilla drivers? Well, getting punished for a family guy joke. A show that makes fun of everyone is the reason why. Dumb. GN is not a fan of the decision with Denny Hamlin, obviously. Gordon the, Bi- Gordon the Big Engine coming in at $5. Appreciate that, Mr. Gordon the Big Blue Engine. The Talladega pack was a faster train than me pulling the express. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> the Cookie Monster coming in at $1.99. Me want more cookies. Went to Dark Side Master. What? Three minutes. That's three minutes. I think what, this. What a way to end it. I'm going to read yeah. this last one just because it goes along with the Cookie Master, the Cookie Monster one. Cookie. Darth, Darth Sidious comes in at $1.99. I'm sending more cookies, Lord Monster. You hate Kevin Harvick. Okay, that's where we're ending it. That's just crazy how these super, like, they'll, like, connect with each other like that. They'll see yeah. one super chat. I want, yeah. I, I want to get Kevin Harvick on the show. Yeah, seriously. Like, what's with the hate yeah, Kevin well, Harvick hate? I, I'm convinced that all those people are all, like, huddled in a room somewhere planning these, plotting these super chats. It reminds me of the time. I, maybe it was this show or we're doing a live stream and somebody sent a super chat saying, 
I'm watching from uh, my movie theater while the Batman or something is on. <laughs> and the dude literally <laughs> tweeted me a photo of him and his buddy with their phone with the live stream and Robert Pattinson's face. <laughs> the whole shovel face in the background. I was like, what are you doing? Watch oh, the wow. movie. That's crazy. Like, okay, you're, you paid for a movie and, and then you're watching I, us for free. The, the acoustics were better maybe in the theater. I don't know. It's just like getting That's a better freaking podcast cool, experience. Though. That's cool. All right. So, hey, the show is also brought to you by some great sponsors who support us. And this week, we are going to give a thanks to our first sponsor tonight, Lionel Racing, the official diecast maker of NASCAR. You can get your official NASCAR diecast from LionelRacing.com and other authentic Lionel Racing retailers like Walmart, who carries the NASCAR Phoenix line. Guys, I have got a new Alex Bowman shirt, picked it up at Talladega, so I thought it was appropriate to get the Alex Bowman 2021 number 48 Camaro from last season. What do you guys got? Eric, let's start with that. That is very appropriate. I've got one of those, and I almost brought that, but decided to bring this car instead. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously, the Miles the Monster here is not a Lionel diecast, but he's holding one of my favorite 164 scales. Matt Kenseth won a Dover several times in his cup career. And uh, then his most recent, his final win at Dover was in 2016 in this paint scheme right here when he held off uh, rookie Chase Elliott and up-and-coming star Kyle Larson. That was an exciting race. <laughs> Darian, you are giving us the full tour at number 81. Tell us about that one. Yes, Dale Jr.'s 2004 Bristol Sweet car, or one of his two cars he swept with in uh, the Bristol night weekend of 2004, the Bush and cup series race uh he actually had to beat matt kenseth eric believe it or not to to win that first race there to sweep the weekend but yeah no i found this at the um one of the tent vendors at bristol it was only 10 bucks so got a good deal on it it's nice and then jerry you've got something that's very unique to find as well uh yeah i don't have like a race winning die cast but i have a die cast from a driver who's won more races than all all these drivers uh in the other die cast and kyle bush his first cup start die cast oh yeah uh, what are you doing eric? Eric? that's pretty cool i'm, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> eric, eric what are you doing bro <laughs> <laughs> he don't skip leg day you can tell <laughs> they don't he's, he's flexible well yeah so i got the kyle bush one too but eric, eric has miles the monster doing pilates yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah that's a cool die cast though i didn't mean to distract no that. don't worry about hey, it is worth it eric i gotta ask because i've got one of those too is yours does like the feet and stuff does it feel really weird too or or, or like, what do you mean? I don't, I don't know. The material of mine was like almost like a softer plastic material for some reason. I mean, parts of it are a different material, yeah. But the feet are like a normal plastic, I think. Other parts are different. It yeah, varies. I don't know. I thought that it's was got an... a gorilla grip. Oh, geez. Well, <laughs> I, I'm glad yours does because mine falls out every few weeks. He is like stuck in there. Oh yeah, but that... yeah. <laughs> That'll do it for this week's diecast edition of NASCAR Week Podcast. Thank you to our friends at Lionel Racing for sponsoring NASCAR Week Podcast each week. Go online and pre-order some of your favorite drivers' diecast for the 2022 season. I've got a couple pre-ordered myself. Now, moving on. Guys, uh, there's a rumble. Can you feel it? I hear something. I hear it. Can, hear that? Can you feel the rumble? Well, I your ground on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Jared, what do we have on tap for tonight? 
Uh, well, starting off, uh, shout out to Moonhead. I know he watches on uh, watches every now and then on here, but shout out to Moonhead. He got Dale Jr. on, and not only did he get Dale Jr. on to Moon Car, Dale Jr. has become a Moon Car winner. So, spectacular fashion. Yes, yeah, flipping in the air, going backwards across the line. That's pretty cool. Uh, look out for the Charlotte Motor Speedway. They've been teasing some big news for the Coke 600. So that's that's pretty interesting. We alluded to this earlier. JR Motorsports is going to be running the number 88 HendrickCars.com car as a fifth ride for five races this year. Chase Elliott, William Byron, and Kyle Larson will be driving. Elliott will be at the first Darlington race for Xfinity. Byron will be at Texas the weekend of the All-Star Race, as well as New Hampshire. And Larson will be at Watkins Glen and the second Darlington date. So interesting the way that that lines up there. Talked about this one earlier, too. Uh, ARCA driver Daniel Dye has been arrested for felony battery in Florida. Uh, his victim allegedly has a, <clears throat> a ruptured testicle. God be with him. Um, and Dai has been suspended indefinitely from ARCA, according to Bob Pachris. And uh, the story behind that, what it sounds like, is that basically Daniel Dai was teabagging someone. Someone else intervened, and he hit him in the jewels. Yeah, um, yeah pretty nuts. Pretty nuts there. God, I feel bad for that kid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're pressing charges. And to, to be completely honest, I don't blame them. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, but on a better note, uh, the Nashville Super Speedway seems to be building out. It looked like they had published something with different construction they were doing. I can only hope that it's to increase uh, the ability to park and get traffic in and out of there quicker uh, compared to last year. I, I would think that's probably Hopefully. what they would be doing. So. But, uh, yeah. No, Blue Jimmy, it's both. It's both. I just <laughs> went with the, the worst of the two injuries. <laughs> for effect but, but yeah yeah that's uh yeah this week's been uh, God. This, oh, this week's been what? weird for for news i'm just thinking about it oh just I, think I, about I, it ugh. yeah so bad but yeah uh, is that the lightning round though is that the yes, end of- yes yes oh. yes and that'll do it for this edition of the lightning round on the nascar Weekly podcast and now Back to the show. Just don't think about it too much, Jared. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, about puppies and kittens. We we might not know what the future of Daniel Dye is and his racing in ARCA, but someone else whose future we don't know about is Kyle Busch and Joe Gibbs Racing. They're not sure of who the sponsor could be at this time for next year. And to be quite frank, after some comments that he made to the media uh, that I saw from good friend Noah Lewis over the weekend on YouTube... Uh, it sounds like Kyle Busch isn't sure if he'll be with Joe Gibbs Racing at all. Let's discuss. He didn't, he didn't sound too positive. Like, I mean, like, yeah, it was easy to, like, to maybe, like, you look at a tweet and it's like, oh, maybe they're taking what he said out of context. But when you saw the full video from Noah Lewis, he was just like, it, just the way he was answering questions and stuff. It just basically gave me the vibe, like, yeah, it's like something, it's, it's just not good over there right now. You know, like, hey, he's just not, he's not exactly happy with the negotiations and stuff. Because I feel like, yeah, like, Joe Gibbs wants to keep a talent like KFB. But, you know, nowadays, the whole business side of it being more into effect, you know, you need the sponsorship dollars and stuff. So maybe that seems to be the number one problem. It's just getting the whole program sold, I guess. Yep. I think yeah, I, the, the interesting part, sorry, Jarrett, was that Bob Pockers wrote that uh, as of very recently, Joe Gibbs Racing has been 
in like closing talks with a potential big sponsor to keep Kyle Bush around, but it's mm-hmm. unclear if those maybe fell apart suddenly. And that's why Kyle Bush was frustrated or if those are still ongoing. And that's why Toyota said afterwards, or David Wilson said afterwards that he's kind of disappointed with Kyle airing his concerns or with some of his mm-hmm. comments. So I like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, Jared. I, I get that there's probably concern and there's probably, you know, it's getting held up. Like uh, it's pretty evident to, to see that it is, I just, you know, Kyle Bush is like this, where he's just, he's very melodramatic about different stuff. And, you know, like we make, we make fun of him because he says the car is killed and then he drives it up to second and he's, he's mad about stuff. it. Yeah. You know, like it's killed. I, <laughs> if, if, if I had to be a betting man, I would say that unless we start like hearing legit rumors, like I don't, I don't think he's leaving JGR anytime soon, especially with the fact that like, you have two drivers in Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex Jr. who are definitely in the latter part of their careers. I don't see Joe Gibbs, you know, feeling comfortable losing three high-profile drivers in, in a short amount of time. So I, I think I think what might happen is just it might just be a plug-and-play deal. You know, it might be like interstate batteries you know is going to be, be coming back, but you might have like Stanley for a few, and then maybe maybe he uses Rowdy Energy. Like I, I can't think that – that uh that he's going to be leaving, even if he's unsure at the moment. Uh, my my reckless speculation is I think Menards might jump on because they have no problem sponsoring everybody. And they they sponsor, and I know Brandon Jones' dad has a little connection with this, but they sponsor him full-time in Xfinity. Kyle Busch has been in a lot of Menards commercials. I have to think that that th- there, there's probably something there. I don't know if it'll yeah, happen. Yeah, it could but. be. It yeah, could be an associate deal. I do know a couple of years ago, didn't they announce after Paul Menard retired that they were maybe going to scale back a little? But they said that. And then I've seen them on Blaney and Cindric's car this year for like Cindric's <laughs> been added into the fold. So I think you know, that's not bad. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm with you though. I Obviously, we don't know until something's actually signed. I, we don't know where Kyle Busch will end up for sure, but I think he'll likely stay with Joe Gibbs Racing. I, I think they're going to get a deal done because ultimately I think both sides want the same thing. Kyle Busch wants to race for Joe Gibbs Racing. I don't think he's thinking about retiring after this year, or I don't think he wants to go drive for somebody else. I mean, he's got a, a whole truck team teamed up with Toyota. He, he wants to stay with JGR and Toyota, but obviously he also doesn't want to take a severe pay cut. And I think Joe Gibbs Racing wants to keep him around as well. Kind of like you just said, Jarrett, you know, they have three veteran drivers that all could be on the move in the next few years. And of them, Kyle Busch is the youngest. Like he's the one you'd expect to keep racing for the longest. So you don't want to lose him first of all of them. If you had to lose one now, Kyle Busch is the last one you'd probably choose. So I think a deal will get done, but it does ultimately come down to sponsorship dollars. And Kyle Busch, because he's one of the most expensive drivers in the Cup Series, they got to sell a pretty huge package. And that's easier said than done, especially when you consider – we don't know if they ever got a deal for Ty Gibbs done in Xfinity. Remember all off season, we were waiting for like the announcement. Oh yeah. Gibbs is going to run full time this year. And we, we didn't never really got like it. The, we, a week we, of. Yeah. yeah. We only got the week of. And basically. I think it's because they're waiting to announce a big sponsor and you know, I don't know, maybe interstate battery stepped up a little, maybe sport clips stepped up a little, maybe monster who knows, but they never announced a new, a new big sponsor, which I think we knew they were looking for. So it's hard to find big sponsorship, even for the best drivers in their respective series. And I say Kyle Busch is one of the best drivers. If he was coming off a championship like you know 2019, I think it'd be a little easier to sell. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's only won four races now in over two years, like that's yeah. that's not very Kyle Busch like. And if you're going to command the heftiest salary and you're going to demand sponsors pay the most, you got to win more than he's been winning. Quite mm-hmm. honestly, so Kyle Busch may have be faced with the tough realization that if he wants another like three year deal from Gibbs, 
he's going to have to take a pay cut. Maybe not a huge one, but he might have to take a noticeable pay cut, and he's going to have to decide if he's okay with that. That is true. With Kyle Busch, I have to think, though, that knowing how he is and how much he just loves to race, loves to win, yeah, exactly. I, I would have to think like there, there's going to be a middle ground. I think he'd be willing to give up a little more than, than we would probably assume just because – I feel like if if he could, Kyle Busch would go out there, you know, for for ten cents and a, a you know bottle of of water. How about that? If it meant if it meant that he could go out there and kick everyone's butt, I guarantee, like he'd he'd race he'd race for as little as possible. Like I don't really think he's he made that much money in the trucks and Xfinity series compared to the Cup series when he was racing every week. Like yeah, that's nice and all, but like he went out there. Because he knew he could, he could win and kick a bunch of teenagers' asses every week. <laughs> and he, I, and, and I, I'm, I'm being a little overboard, let's, but, let's but you know it. what I mean. And really quick, speaking of teenagers, too, like the one comment that got, that got kind of lost in that whole contract fiasco mm-hmm. talk was the truck series is 95% kids' money. That was like the one I was like, oh, damn. Like, that was the shot. I'm like, hey, he's not wrong. Not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong at all. Yeah. So the most expensive day of the year, remember? They told yeah. Me. <laughs> Dude's cynical as heck about the truck series. It's just, yeah. it's just funny. I don't know. Well, I mean, when you have a big invested effort into it, I think you kind of have the right to be. Yeah, I think that's fair. But also, I guess, like, one of the scenarios I've been thinking of is, like, okay, so, like, let's say it doesn't work out for, you know, Kyle Busch, who would take over the 18? I mean, like, there'd be, like, multiple options, in my opinion. I mean, Truex, I heard they're still in talks with him and stuff. I don't know. I I could see him still re-upping, though. So, if they would maybe need to swap a few things around, maybe he would get the 18 and someone else get the 19. Or the most most obvious one to me would be, like, Ty Gibbs. Because he he would seem like – That's what I'm saying. Like, Like, some people say he's not ready, but – I could totally see Gibbs moving him up next year. Oh, already. I could too. Yeah, just because they already have the Monster money, you know, backing and stuff. Because I'm quite sure Monster would be interested in backing him for an entire season in the Cup Series. And then, you know, Ty Gibbs, he is the grandson of Joe Gibbs. So there's that family connection there. I could totally see to, um, his uh, grandfather giving him a shot, just, like, if they needed to. But if they needed to, I think that'd be yeah, the last resort. They lose so, Truex and Bush. <laughs> so I was, then I'd for sure think you would. Yeah. So, so I, was hang, I was hanging out to tweet up last week, and actually I kind of – it was a kind of it's like me, Jeff Gluck, and I think Kelly Crandall was there. And I actually kind of brought up it was like, well, what's what's the possibility if Ty Gibbs would be to, you know, go in if Kurt Busch retired? But uh, Kelly Crandall, I didn't know the status of Kurt Busch's deal, but she said that it was about like a, at least a two or three year contract. So that doesn't appear to be opening up anytime soon. The forty, yeah, forty, yeah. I. I would think with Ty Gibbs going back to him really quick, like after Joe Gibbs firsthand saw how, you know, Joey Logano, like people forget, you know, that haven't been watching mm-hmm. for that long. Like Joey Logano at Gibbs was not inspiring no. at all. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he was at best like a 14th place driver when he raced that 20 car, he had like a flare up in 2010 where he had like a lot of top tens that year. But other than that, he'd get like a fluke win at, at Loudon and then come out of nowhere and, and win at Pocono. But that was it. Like he was only winning in the in the nationwide series at the time. Well, during yeah, the and era. it's like that's about it. And you have to think like after him doing that for four years, how much that probably shot his his confidence down. I don't mm-hmm. I don't see Joe Gibbs putting his grandson in pretty much the same position, if not a worse one, if multiple rides were to open up for retirements or something. You know. Yeah. Like I, I personally, for, for Ty Gibbs would not want that because I want to see him succeed. 
Well, mm-hmm. speaking, of, speaking of things opening up, we're going to open up a little bit. We're going to let Mr. David Land join us right now. So, David, uh, come on in here. Get on in here and talk with us, David. It's about time. He said he, said he was at a hotel. Oh, gosh. There's other people, too. <laughs> yeah. Hello. We, hello. Listen, coming to you live from Moody, Alabama. How are we doing? <laughs> That's wow! Right. Wow! A, a whole town named after Dave Moody. I can't believe it. <laughs> Is that who was behind you there? Who was? As, as soon, no, that's Joe. That's my cameraman for this week. Come on, Joe. Joe will be helping us out this weekend and during the month of May. Uh, he's going to use his vlogging skills, and we're going to vlog the month of May. So that's oh, there's that's a little awesome. bit of a teaser nice. for the that's month big. of May content. So. All right. Oh, and he makes stop motion. I, I used to make stop motions, just like ah, Eric. like Eric. He likes he, he, nice. beautiful. He makes little beginnings. I love I it. I know all about <laughs> that. I love it in the chat. The one, the one that popped out to me, Purple King. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the get the mic. Get the mic. Grab that. Oh book. yeah, you have to see this mic in person. It's so cool. So purple. <laughs> yeah, actually, I just changed this, the topper of it, because yeah, was, the other ones I showed Darian it. Well, yeah, we got the two. faded one. The faded yeah, one. That, the thing, faded one. that thing was so sun faded. Okay. <laughs> Too close. Well, I, you know, I'm going to have that stuck in my face a lot this weekend, yeah. so I don't need to. And you're also going to be shoving it in a lot of people's faces, too. So. <laughs> that is so wrong. The, this, <laughs> there's a clip for Out of tech, out of Context NWP. Yeah, so. please use that. Please use that. For sure. uh, but, 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 David, you... Obviously, uh, you've been busy traveling. You're, you're kind of coming in here right towards the tail end of things. Uh, I know. <laughs> we, were, we were kind of discussing the future of Kyle Bush after the comments he made at Talladega. So maybe that's a good good before we move on to the next subject. Uh, David, what are your thoughts on the whole Kyle Bush situation? It's very interesting, isn't it? Um, because I, I think everybody knows that Joe Gibbs Racing always has such a really a strong ladder system. And obviously, I think we all are kind of looking at Ty Gibbs and saying, okay, when is Pop Pop going to move him up? Um, and so I think a lot of us kind of looked at Truex as kind of being the guy that would go first. Uh, that doesn't, I'm a little bit worried for Kyle Busch, I'll be honest, because I mean, racing is so dependent now on sponsorship dollars. And if you don't have the sponsorship dollars, you almost have to move on to a driver who does have it. And um, I don't know, it's, it's going to be interesting, and certainly the, the unhappiness in Kyle Busch's comments uh, make me lean towards, you know, maybe a deal isn't going to get done, which almost seems unthinkable. That's that's where I, I was just saying I was at with it. It's like, just because, like I said, Kyle Busch is so melodramatic at times. Like, we, we have a running joke on this show that he'll say it's killed and then be mad Two. that he second with the killed car. So Two. it's like... I, I, until there is a, like a verifiable report or that he just flat out says, I'm not coming back. Like I, I am still leaning that he will be just because I don't think Joe Gibbs can really, uh, at the moment, uh, handle, I, I guess not handle, but more, he can't afford having the fact that maybe Truex and Hamlin might retire. There, those rumors are going around. They're both 42 years old and then also lose Kyle Bush and only have really two drivers ready to jump in there mm-hmm. especially since pretty much everybody else that's at a high level right now is already locked into longer term contracts overall. yeah and jjr's development or toyota's development system has gotten a little skimpy recently i mean you got what drew dollar 
Uh, Corey hey, Drew Heim. Dollar, Drew Dollar to the eighteen, y'all. Cup Series. I just, I, they're it's gonna be years plural until they're ever ready. If if big if, if. not ever, and yeah. so no. that's the, that's their crop of talent and the crop of talent they did have. You had Gregson, you had some of their old talent like William Byron's like leading the points mm-hmm. almost. <laughs> so, yeah, in well, a different well, here's, car. Here's the question that I would have is. I think we can figure out real easily whether or not Kyle Busch is going to go back to Gibbs by saying, what are his other options? Where could he go if not Gibbs? Yeah, it's like it's SHR, but even he said in the, uh, talking to media this week, he said that he didn't think another team would would, like, would be open for him if, if Gibbs doesn't work out, which I thought was really weird. Like he, Bob asked him that, asked him like, hey, like if not Gibbs, is there anybody else? And he said, oh, no, probably not. And then someone asked about retirement, and he he had like like oh that's a stupid question. It's like well, they just said it's not Gibbs, nobody yeah. else. So, so who's going to be available? I, I think Kyle's just venting because a deal has not gotten done as quickly as he mm. as as he wants, and I think he's a little embarrassed because he's Kyle effing Bush, right? Like he's the bad boy mm-hmm. who strikes fear into the hearts of whatever rearview camera he comes in behind. You know, he's yeah. used to winning multiple races a year, contending for championships. And I think he's a little he feels awkward that he's kind of in such a vulnerable spot where he's got to wait for other people to sell him. He's like, what's not, what's not to sell. Yeah, I'm Kyle. Definitely... Bush. Like he's not been in this position. Even when he left Hendrick to Gibbs, like that was a pretty fluid, uh, there's some tumultuous stuff a little bit, but like it was a pretty fluid transition from one to the other. And that was years ago before he'd ever won a championship. Well, now he's a champion. Like, well, honestly, like I think he's just naturally skeptical when it comes to sign with a new team. Cause he like in an interview with Grant Bensinger a while back, he even said like, Oh, when I thought I was leaving Hendrick, I thought my uh, whole career was over. And that was just like <laughs> after like three years of being in the Cup Series. So, like, I feel like he hasn't been in this like type of position before because he's, I mean, you know, a few years of Hendrick and right. then his Cup Series career with Joe Gibbs Racing. So, I mean, I think there are options and stuff. I mean, like, you know, but like in his mind, it's like, uh oh, like I'm, you know, about to go in this uncomfortable situation again. But yeah. I mean, like one outside of the box thing I heard was, but but I heard, but like a lot would have to happen if this were to you know to um, if this were to become an actual thing, you know, Kyle Busch maybe moving his team up to Cup. I don't. That would no like that's so pops up for yeah, every, That's like I that, like I felt like I've heard that rumor for like four after years after how bad that the Xfinity program went. No, he is he is not going to try Cup. I, yeah, it's like th- this stuff comes up every time a cup driver has, you know, problems. Like I remember at one point they're like, maybe Kevin Harvick will move his team to cup back in like 2010. And it's like, and then he shuts it's, it down. It's, yeah. It's just, it, if, if Dale Jr. won't even move up, you know. And these charters too, what are they selling for what? Like 15 million now? Something like 15 that? 15 mil yeah. minimum. So, again. Some, somewhere Rick Ware is just like, well, if you want well, one. Well, no, some, no, somewhere Derek Cope's sipping a pina colada on a beach somewhere. No, it's no, like, hey, that's Starcom no, Racing. No, he no. really is. Like I said, I've seen stuff on social media. Derek Cope is living his best life yeah. right now. I, they're like, oh, I miss Starcom Racing. I'm like, well, he doesn't. So why should you? <laughs> like, hey, he's enjoying himself. So. Well, you're not even just starting without a charting. I mean, if you're Kyle Bush, you're starting with no equipment mm-hmm. none mm-hmm. i mean you're you're not just buying a charter you have to buy cars pit equipment you have to pay crew you have to pay the shop people i mean where are they all going to come from so i mean you're you're looking at hundreds of millions of dollars potentially to start a cup team that would compete at the level that kyle bush wants it to so i that's almost unrealistic it is unrealistic well yeah you look at the last three teams that are like major teams to move to cup only one of them is a traditionally Xfinity team mm-hmm. with colleague. The other two are, are 
partially funded by Michael Jordan and Pitbull. Yeah, which yeah. are like two of the richest and, people on earth. And also, right now, damn, I just realized this Pitbull does have more wins than Michael Jordan in NASCAR. <laughs> he does, right? Well, now. I mean, again, you know, you see Michael Jordan's history of ownership. Uh, yeah, isn't that great with the, <laughs> the Hornets? Yeah, well, they're yeah. the Hornets now, so they're still not. Too see, I haven't heard of them because they probably haven't been that good ever. <laughs> well, well, hey. I was just going to say, I think that's a good place to end off right there. We're not sure what the future holds for Kyle Busch. We're not sure who his next sponsor is, but we do know who our next sponsor is. Eric? Ah, that's right. As always, we're sponsored by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines. They also offer metalworking accessories and much, much more. It's great for do-it-yourselfers or if you're a professional metal worker, which I am not, Forney <laughs> has everything you need for your next project. So if I can get something out of them, I'm sure you can as well. I know they've also supported teams like Jordan Anderson Racing, um, they've helped support them and help them put their cars together at the shop. So a uh, great brand, great company to be a part of. Uh, and uh, you can check them out at fornyind.com. That's fornyind.com. Their link is down in the description. Or you can find them at an authorized Forney dealer near you. So be sure to check them out. Thank you again to our friends over at Forney Industries for supporting the NASCAR podcast each week. Now, I think it's time, guys, Just Preview the Monster Mile, Dover. Dover Motor Speedway. Got to remember, Dover Motor Speedway. Monster Mile. Monster Mile. They had a rebrand recently. So it's basically, what, is it a part of like SMI's track? So, yeah, SMI bought it up. I had heard something. I was reading this Reddit post and then a few posts on Twitter that like, some of the ticket prices got like way jacked up when SMI came. (laughs) Like this dude was like, I've had eight tickets for like so many other years or whatever, each costing a hundred bucks. He's like, now each one's going to cost me like 500. And I'm like, what? That doesn't sound right. But like there was like multiple people like not, not to that level. Dude, like multiple people you can, like, you can get a ticket from the, the track. You can get a ticket at Bristol, which is arguably, you know, no offense to Dover, arguably a better track. You can get a ticket to Bristol for a hundred bucks for the cup race. Man, but it's, Dover. it sounded like though they have jacked it up and they've like you know how they like the kids get in free thing? It's like one section now instead of the Dude, entire place. Dover already has like attendance problems already as is. So if they're doing that, I don't know if that's going to be maybe, maybe this is just a push to, to make it look like Dover is not working. So they say, yeah. well, 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 we need to change the track. Let's oh, go Let's go to National Fairgrounds. Oh, yeah. Let's go to the fairgrounds. They're reventing putting $17 million into that place. Maybe they can do the Miami GP model and, and put like a yacht club in on the infield. Yeah. yeah. You're going to like charge that. $500 for a ticket. You know, your concrete that, club. That, <laughs> <laughs> the <concrete laughs> That's basically what the no, Miami no, thing is. <laughs> no, they, they build a watch platform from a bigger version of Miles the Monster that overlooks the speedway. Just, well, just, just, awesome. just, it just towers over Dover, oh, no. and, and you can watch from the top of Miles. Oh, no, have, they they got the bridge, I believe. It's over uh, Turn Two. Like yeah. that, that for me is actually a bucket list place mm-hmm. to sit. In all seriousness, like I can't imagine how cool it would be to just look down and just see cars coming underneath you. Like yeah. that would be so damn cool feeling, as a race feeling fan. like the roar underneath your feet and stuff. Yeah, I, I, awesome. I I kind of wish that was on the front stretch and not the back stretch. That would make it even cooler if you could watch mm-hmm. watch the, the watch them coming to the finish line from a bridge like that. Yeah, but I'm really I, curious. I, I'm really curious how this next gen car will perform at a track like Dover and stuff. You know, for the past few years, Dover's been kind of hit or miss with some fans and stuff. So we'll see how it does. Mm, I think a little more than the last few. Yeah, years. yeah. Personally, at least I got. 
for me, Dover, since about the middle of the COT era, has just not been my favorite track. I'll just mm-hmm. put it like that. Yeah, it's not it's not a whole lot of people's favorite tracks. It, so. it used to be known for some big wrecks there for a while, in the, especially in the COT days. I remember even in Nationwide, too. Like, I remember getting ready for a little peewee football game at the time, and I was watching the Nationwide race, and I saw, like, all of a sudden, I just see freaking them go on board with Boyer, and then he just goes, boom! Wait, okay, like, oh, yeah. so that's funny, because I had I had finished a game right before that, but then I was oh, really? realizing we're two time zones apart. Yeah, I was getting ready uh-huh. for a game. Yeah, that's awesome. I, that's awesome. I, I, yeah, I think, that was in 2011. I think... I was uh, I was just watching the race and I saw that happen. Yeah. But uh, you know, you definitely have to imagine that's gonna be on put it out this week. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. I'll say this: I'm looking at Dover's website. Tickets aren't bad. Front stretch are about a hundred bucks each. Um, and I will say there are plenty of seats available. So I think regardless, <laughs> regardless of the low ticket, regardless of the low ticket prices, uh, Fairgrounds is looking good whenever they get renovated. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, right, it fills Darian. in. We're, as we're about to talk about, the weather looks good, so hopefully it fills mm-hmm. in a little bit. Yeah. Fans in the Northeast are always saying we need more races. I mean, yeah, show up. go to it, go to it. It's like, oh, well, why don't they race here anymore? Because you guys aren't showing up. That's why. Anyway, Danny, what what we got on tap for this weekend? Yep. All right, the Xfinity race is called the A Game Two Hundred. It's a two hundred lap race. The start time is at one thirty p.m. Eastern time. You can catch the action on FS1 and listen to it on MRN. The weather is looking really good this weekend. The temperature is sixty-four degrees, sunny, zero percent chance of rain. The defending winner this is Austin Cendrick. So obviously, we will not have the defending winner win two years in a row. The Cup Series race is the Duramax Drydine Four Hundred, presented by Relidine. This is four hundred lap race. It starts at three p.m. on Fox and radio coverage on MRN. Oh, I know, FS1, David. My bad. Oh, is this, oh, the FS1? Yeah, it's FS1. Okay. It is on FS1. Uh, technical mistake there. And the weather is looking good. 63 degrees, partly sunny, only a 6% chance of rain. The defending winner of this race is Alex Bowman. And Larry McReynolds will be back in the booth for coverage for this one. Living mm. like Larry. Nice. That would be cool. And, yes, let's get through my segment really quick. The betting odds. The famous betting odds on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Here are the favorites for this weekend. Kyle Larson enters this weekend as the uh, as the race's favorite at plus 450, uh, followed by Chase Elliott plus 900, William Byron plus 900, Alex Bowman plus 1,000, and finally Ryan Blaney plus 1,200. As for the best of the rest category, I'm definitely feeling these three. Martin Truex Jr. enters this weekend at plus 1,300, Joey Logano plus 1,400, and Ross Chastain, last week's winner, at plus 1,600. And now for the underdogs. Chase Briscoe plus 2,000, Brad Kozlowski plus 2,500, Daniel Suarez and Kurt Busch are, bo- are both plus 5,000, and finally, Bubba Wallace is plus 10,000. So those are the betting odds. And as for the NASCAR weekly podcast, Fantasy League, right now UGR2 is currently the points leader as he is bleeding by just a little, just a little bit over 25 points over Trevor Sports 98, followed by in third place 24 for life. In fourth, Toyota Tough. And finally, rounding out the top five is Dawsonville Siren 9. And I'm irrelevant outside of the top 50 this week. So, dare oh, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm just not but, I'm just not that good at this. But just... one place where you aren't that irrelevant yet is the NWP mm. pick points. I, uh, yes. I, however, am very irrelevant. <laughs> Coming into this oh, week... My. Coming into this week, Eric is the points leader with 180 points. 
the chat is second minus 17. Darian is third mm-hmm. minus 31. Jarrett is fourth minus 53 points back. He's moved out from the washing machine of the basement to I'm now upstairs. He, he's now he's now on his way up up the stairs. He's like midway up the stairs at this point. <laughs> Meanwhile, me like I'm I'm laying on the couch in the basement at minus sixty four. D- Danny's oh. digging a sub basement right now. Yes. Yeah. We are yeah, working on that. Ex- we are working on expanding that basement for for me. He's got, he's got a fallout shelter. He's working on. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. I'm I'm working on the fallout shelter because. Uh, the season I'm having is nuclear waste levels of bad. But, but Eric's <laughs> been hitting it big with these win picks, man. Like he's Ross Chastain, like, man, ride Chastain yeah. till I die. Seriously. I can't. I can't spoil. I can't pick him every week. It's not good. Mm-hmm. The magic doesn't work every week, so I got to be selective in my Chastain picks. But you know, <laughs> well, we looking know at up. it, uh, but you and the chat are the only two that's picked a winner in every series so far this year. Mm-hmm. Whereas I can't get a trucker cup winner to save my life, but I can win four Xfinity ones in a row. <laughs> How many Xfinity wins do I have? Like- uh, good question. Uh, you have two. You have two okay. in cup and Xfinity. Eric mm-hmm. has three cup, one in the in each of the other two. Chad has one in each. Danny has a cup win, and that's it. Yeah, I just need to get the cup win. That's all I need. I don't. I, well, no, you have you have a cup win. Yeah. Well, I need to get another one. I need to get David has yeah. David has the chance to blow things up this week. He's a he wild card as our temporary guest pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I seem to remember I picked pretty good the last time I was on this thing. So uh, mm-hmm. didn't you pick Castro Nevis to win the five? I picked Castro yep. Nevis yeah. and Larson. I got them both right. So yeah, I felt mm-hmm. pretty good, good about that. That was a good one. Well, we on. should pick the IndyCar race. By the way. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. Fine with me. Here in Barber Motorsports Park in Birmingham, Alabama. Do we do we want to include it this weekend? I no, didn't okay. do my research on this one. Oh, that's, yeah, why, I, that's why I love it. I'll, I'll do my research at we the can, end of the, the month. The You're best. implying that I did research on Dover. To be we fair, can do, I, best finisher can get a bonus point in, in our indie car picks. How about that, Jared? All right, all right. Just one point, like so that. it's not worth very much. I'm yeah. <laughs> Like a typical IndyCar race. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I know is that, David, if you're willing to come on for uh, the end of May right before the 500, oh, we can do Oh, the... you know. Oh, yeah. you know. I got to Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, don't <laughs> worry. Well, we can watch well, the chat do a do a do uh, an auction over the... I'm just going to start being like, 333, 33, 33. There we go. Jared, we started halfway through last time, and we still got up to like everyone. Like, I think it stopped when the person's like, I just gave 75 and it won't let, let me give any more. It was Damn. insane. That's that crazy. was insane. Jared. Yeah. It was a beautiful night. I learned that trick from Colton Nerdis, so shout out to Tony. <laughs> Jared, did you? Dude, he, he, he... <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, he made me like $500 on one street. That was crazy. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, wow. You made, you made, that, that made me like, I think I want to say almost a thousand. Yeah. Like, I went back mm. and looked at my, like, my, my, uh, you know, when you can look on your analytics at the money and I looked at it and it's like, everything is like, you know, relatively normal spikes <laughs> and boom, way up, like almost breaking the chart <laughs> that one day in May and then everything else back to normal for like the last year. That That is true. These, these things can, can tend to do that at times, but Hey, uh, Jared, I did have to ask though, did you really just have to ask David Land if he wanted to come on and talk about IndyCar before the Indy 500? I, I figured I'd, I'd I'd be better than Darian, where I just like yeah. Him on without I just was him. like, hey, you want to come on? It's like sure, because <laughs> I saw your name in the thing. So I was just like, sure, come on. But hey, we're gonna start off here. Let's get the Xfinity Series winner, Eric. Mm-hmm. You start us off, sir. Hi, Gibbs. 
I know we've been trashed in the last couple weeks, Ooh. but he's gonna win it. I think it's I don't even think it's gonna be that close. Darian? Ty Gibbs won't even be that close either. I'm with Eric. Jarrett. I'm gonna go with the guy who scored a top ten in every single race this season and scored five straight top fives, AJ Allmendinger. I gotta be different. <laughs> I'm also going Ty Gibbs. David. Different because you're going to be wrong. <laughs> David, you get a chance to throw off points here. You can either ride the Ty Gibbs train or you can do something different to try to throw us all off. Sam Mayer. Ah! Oh. Hey, a bigger hey, Bristol. He, he's ran here. He's ran here before in Arca and he's done pretty well. So hey, I just awesome. had to go against the Ty Gibbs picks. <laughs> Respect it. The chat mm-hmm. seems to be leaning Ty Gibbs, but it's not as decisive as I would yeah, have thought. Yeah, it's not as decisive. So, side note, though, I will say uh, Raja Karouf is racing in this one, so hoping that he can have a decent he run ran, here. He ran I think well he can win the he, race here. He can win yep. here. He can win there. He can well, win. I, 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 I he's he, not going to win the Xfinity race. No, no we're talking oh, about the Xfinity oh, thought, race. Oh, oh yeah. I thought you were talking he about the Arca race. I was going to say, Darian, you're really. No, I thought you were talking about Arca. Darian says. Ty Gibbs, it won't even be close. Also, Darian. Roger can win here. <laughs> hey, Roger, he'll, he'll have a decent run, though. Let's put it that way. I, I think a top 20 would be really cool in that yeah. car. Because where did he finish? He was like 23rd or 24th his first race, right? At Richmond, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. That's, that's solid for that car. That's where that car should be. Like, Good for him. It's pretty good. Start. But yeah. Chad might be going all guyer. Are you guys seeing this? I'm seeing a lot guy. of sevens. I'm seeing a lot of sevens. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. always picked him. But... Yeah, give them all guard. Them all guard. They, they get to be okay. a little different. All right, um, chat. And then, you know, hey, maybe Raja can win the Arca race. We, we know someone who won't be winning yeah. it. Are we sleeping okay. on Josh Berry? Well, but he didn't. I know, man. I, I've, I've tried him too much this season, and he hasn't got me the results. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to who's going Clint to. Clint that carnation if that's, if that's prophetic. <laughs> Let's go to uh, the Cup Series. Who is going to suck? Eric, start us off here. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I'll go Austin Dillon. I don't know why. He's been so consistent this year. He's solidly in the top 16, but I, I just feel like he's going to disappoint. I don't have a strong pick mm-hmm. here. And I, but no, I have a strong pick. He's always, he's been, he's been mine. And everybody's go-to pick for the suck pick this year's this year, Cole Custer. Cole oh, yeah. Custer. On him. We They're always have one bag. a week. <laughs> Dude, he's, he's this year's Eric Amarola. Sorry, hey, I'm sorry, man. Where Cole Custer? I mean, bro, you see those other three SHR cars battling for the playoff, and then Cole Custer is just way, way, way down. He's not even in the freaking itinerary. Come on, man. Uh, I'm gonna go with somebody just because I saw this cool stat, and I'm gonna double check, but I'm pretty sure. He is the highest person in points who hasn't led a lap this year, and uh, I'm right. Uh, I'm going to go with Chris Busher. That 17 mm. team RFK just has not really been on it this much this year, and I think yeah. that's going to keep going here. While the team itself is doing good, this car has had the worst luck out of the two this season. I'm going to say Daniel Suarez has a bad week this weekend. And then, David, who would you say is going to not do particularly well? Is it cheating to say Todd Gilliland? I think he's crashed in every race this year. Not every race. <laughs> well, that's I think that's Harrison Burton, unfortunately. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, I'm picking Harrison Burton. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good <laughs> that's, pick. Okay. It's a safe suck pick. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're playing it a little bit safe. I picked hopefully, Sam Mayer for Xfinity, so <laughs> hopefully he does do better. But yeah, right now it's just it has been the best season for him this year. 
and I think the chat. What, what would you say the chat's leaning towards? I thought it was Custer a minute ago. I, I, I see yeah. a mix of forty-seven and forty-one. Oh yeah, forty. Yeah, a hey, freaking Stenhouse hasn't been doing too well neither. I see uh, 47, 21. It's a mixture of a lot of guys. Can't really pick one. We got Kurt Angle. Oh. I'm starting to see more some a few more 41. Okay. Oh, yeah, we, there, there's, there's no there, points for there, this one. Let's just give him Custer. Yeah. yeah there, nice. okay. there was like five 41s in a row, so give him that. I, lo- I love how yeah. Custer's become the go-to guy to suck. Meanwhile, like Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is like borderline about to be passed in points by like Cody Ware. He <laughs> is, man. Like he's had like, like I, you haven't heard about him all season. It's like, hey, there's a reason. I just say, been... I'll check again. I want to say he's had four or five DNFs this year on top of not being anywhere close to the front. He's uh, had a Sten- lot. I think Stenhouse and Burton are behind Keselowski, who had a 100-point oh. penalty. Yeah. I think. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't have that on hand. But, yeah, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. has DNFed half the races this year. Oh, that's awful. He's, that's he's awful. living up to the stereotype of his driving. Oh, come on, bro. Come on. All right, underdog anyway. picks, right? Yes, yep. underdog. Yep. Eric, who, who's your underdog? So I think this is actually a Rick Ware racing car. I don't think SHR is actually giving them much support here other than uh, maybe the engine. I don't know. Um, I mean, it's all next year. I, I don't know how much support he's getting, but I'm curious to see how Ryan Priest does this weekend in the 15. I don't think he'll uh-huh. be better than 18th or 20th, but I think we could see him on the lead lap and, and you know, better than that car usually is. Did he win here in the Xfinity Series for Joe Gibbs? I thought he won, like, either. Like, oh, Michigan no, I'm, I'm thinking of New Hampshire. He won in New Hampshire. Or was ah, New Hampshire. Yeah. That would make more sense. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so, Peace Rice. Yeah. So for my underdog, I'll go with the uh, the two of Austin Cendrick. I mean, ever since the 500 win in the poll at Auto Club, he really hasn't. He's been a hit or miss as well this season. I mean, he's already in the playoffs, so it's not like he has anything to lose. I think like some of that Xfinity success will transfer over. I'm not gonna, I'm not saying he'll compete for the win top five per se, but I think a top ten runs in the in the works for him. So Austin Cendrick. Uh, this guy took a Jermaine car and nearly got a top five with it a couple years. Well, it's been a, more than a couple years ago, but a while ago. And uh, I think that RPM's on the upswing with GMS. So I'm going to say Ty Dillon is my mm. underdog pick for maybe a top 10. I like that one. Okay. That's a good one. Uh, I'm actually going to go with someone who needs to have a good week. I'm going to say Brad Kozlowski as an underdog for a decent week. Ricky Stenhouse is going to turn it around. Everybody's down there. <laughs> uh, Watch that be this, true. This yeah, is okay. actually a good track for him. Yeah. So I it wouldn't is. be surprised it, if that it, is true. It's a high banked, high speed track, like like you know, not too big oval, but mile in length. So it plays into his dirt racing background. Mm-hmm. But now who is going to be the chat's underdog? Have we figured that one out yet? I uh, seen, let's see. It's a good Dylan. Yeah, it's between Dylan and Eric Jones. They're, I think they're going, you know, Petty G. They're definitely going Petty. No. Either the forty-two or the forty. I need to see. I need to see more than just a couple. I have my win pick ready. It's going to blow your minds. Oh Oh, man, that's exciting. (laughs) Nice. Eric getting a little too cocky, or yeah, that's what I was about to say. Watch us all. Watch us all be planning to pick the same person. No, it's going to be insane. Y'all never seen anything like it. Wow. Oh my god, oh, he's wow, picking that's... Cody Ware. Yeah. 
Ooh, don't spoil it now. Wow, 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 he really, oh my god. Wow, he really wants to throw away this uh, points lead. Make it yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, you build up I the think, cushion, but damn, we still got a lot of races. You I think they're going Eric Jones slightly. Yeah, right. might as well I know go there's with a few Eric Jones. Ty, Ty Dillon's, but they're repeats. G- g- yeah. give, him, give him Eric Jones. Yeah. Pick, pick and Cody wears like swearing in a winner's interview. Just give up <laughs> that points lead. <laughs> Alright, All right. Yeah. Er- Eric, Eric d- Darian has a word for you. Yes, Eric, go. you go first. Who's going to win? Who's going to win at Dover? Eric? All right, I'm going with the guy. We just talked about how Stenhouse has DNF'd half of his races this year. I'm not that bold, but I'm oh. going to go with the guy who we were talking about earlier is at least partially responsible for about four pretty notable crashes this year. Uh-huh. You guys are going to be shocked. Kyle Larson is going to win at Dover. Wow. <laughs> what Dude, a it looks sh- so disappointed. <laughs> oh. What Man. a shot. I thought he was really gonna pick Stenhouse there for a second. <laughs> no, that, that 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 is exactly who I thought he was gonna pick. See, Eric was just <laughs> trolling us. He was just trolling us there. All right, so for my win pick, I have a Hendrick driver. It's not Larson though. This guy has yet to score a win this year, but he's pretty he's running pretty damn consistent. Chase Elliott scores his first win of twenty twenty two. Uh, I was looking back at the last five races. Yes, I know 2020 is a bit of an outlier with this, but I noticed something. Uh, this driver, aside from a 21st in, in the first Dover race in 2020, uh, has finished second, third, fifth, and has a win as well in the last five races. Uh, it's on Danny's channel, so I'm going to go and just take it. Alex Bowman is going to be the repeat winner uh, uh-huh. in this race, and I will continue the Hendrick train that we're on right now. Nice. I mean, he is known to win after races I was at, and well, and, I was at the last two. And I, I'm also known for calling out really good predictions for Bowman when I mm-hmm. said he'd win three to four races last year. So, Well, there's a reason I wore this shirt. There's a reason I brought this die cast. I, too, am going with Jared on this one. <laughs> Dang it. Now I know he's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So that means I, I shouldn't pick Bowman, right? Because that's boring. Yeah. So where, where are the guests and the points? I want to see if I need oh, to. Oh, they're, they're like an Xfinity pick uh, driver coming up to cup. You're just there literally to screw up mm. the rest of our season. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Well, so I can't pick, but I think, you know, if I was if I was betting, you know, if I was actually betting money, I would bet Bowman. But let's, let's swing for the fences here. Let's try to go a little bit different. Let's think about it. You know what? Talked about Kyle Busch when I came on. Let's let's take Kyle Busch. Let's really oh, swing. All right. Oh, nice. Kyle okay. Busch is a type who will either get a top five here or crash out. There's like no yeah. in between. Well, that's exactly that is true. what I want. Uh, entertainment. That's what I want. Is, is he in the pedigree car? Because he almost always crashes out when he's in that one. Oh, or no. he loses. Uh, this is like a wheel or something. I think Bob just put out the entry list earlier today, so I'll check. <laughs> well, I'll get back to on that one. I'm nervous. But uh, yeah, who does the chat have? Uh, they're maybe going Elliot. Uh, MVR owners using his mod privileges to spam Logano. <laughs> I, I, I just got like every week. I just got to say, Claudia pointed out. She said, "Wow, someone picked Bowman besides Danny. I'm shocked." Yeah, that is. Uh, and now Danny picked him. I'm like, no. Yeah, <laughs> I keep seeing like some more spam for like the 22 and stuff, but <laughs> we're not gonna fall. Nope. <laughs> Kyle Bush is in the M&M's Crunchy Cookie Car. Apparently. Oh he's yeah, he's winning. The crunchy Cookie Car. Yeah. Drop the mic. That that's been the uh, the one they've been pushing for this last year. It looks like. Oh my God, that Byron's bringing back the Raptor Car from Martin's. Oh, oh yeah. it, 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 it's over. We should have known. 
I God, actually kind of actually ugly car. Really, I kind I kind of dig it just a it's little bit. It's uglier in person. <laughs> I, it's uglier in person. I, I think this year's car looks better than the one I had last year for it, at least. Yeah. Well, you can see the logo. So. Yeah. <laughs> Barely. Uh, but I don't but know. It I looks like a test it... car. It looks like when you used to play the old Thunder games I, and you'd have like a test car. That's what it looks like. I, I get what the wrap's supposed to be. Raptor is a bedliner for trucks, and that's what it's supposed to look like. But mm. still, it doesn't translate but, well to the car. Is that what it's trying to do? Yeah. Can you that's imagine, what it is. though? Just imagine this for a second. I, Eric, I think we talked about this when we were in Martinsville. Imagine, <laughs> like, you've been at Hendrick since, like, the 90s. The Rainbow Warriors, the Flames car, and now you're stuck with a test car, a glorified test car. Yeah. I'm sitting here trying to think, like, you know, you know, I, I don't have to drive a pickup truck, but, you know, if I looked at a pickup truck and I'm admiring it, like, oh, that looks nice, the last thing I'm going to look at and say, oh, that looks good, is the truck bed. <laughs> Why would you make an entire car look like a truck bed? Like, Whose idea is that? I I love how useful the truck bed is for my Silverado. But it doesn't look good. It's just yeah, like, it's it doesn't just... it, it, it doesn't look. I I literally put a mat a a flat mat in my truck bed for the simple fact you cover that it, it. That's exactly yeah. yeah. You know, let's see what it looks like. Yeah. Look at it. Is this is this an Exalta thing? Like, who is, who is this company? I, I think they're I think they're a subsidiary yeah. of Exalta. Exalta, yeah. get your get it together. Like, good yeah. God. Well, I, would you rather be running the Raptor car or that horrible green booger car they ran last no, year? Run see, the, uh, run the rainbow. Damn. Just, just just make a good scheme it's for the twenty three. Either. Come on, just make a good ski. <laughs> no, honestly, what they should do is look at what some of these designers have put. I forgot which designer it was, but there was this one that put it on uh, his car on trading paints, and it was a 24 car, and it was just like splatters of paint down the side of it. It's like that gets the message across. Yeah, okay. I can't remember oh, who absolutely. it was, or I'd credit who, who they were because it was like it was a really good scheme. But I'm gonna I'm a look. But uh, yeah, going back to the chat, I see a lot of nines. <laughs> Yeah, I see a lot of nuns too. So, so like they might go with Elliot. Give, like. give him the mouse. Yep, give him Nikki. the Mickey champion. Whoop. Yep. So you and me, chat, we have the same pick. Let's try and catch Eric. All and right. for the one bonus point. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. We're going in the same order as, as yeah. before. Forgot. Okay. And where are they again this weekend, David? Where we, are they we, uh, we are in Barber Motorsports Park yes, in yeah. Birmingham, Alabama. Alabama, y'all. Ironically, so. the week after somehow they sold it out the week after Talladega. I don't know how really? they did that. Really? Whoa! Yeah. That's great. I have felt it might be. I'm hungry. It might be a lot of the same like college party students because this is actually this this is finals time, so it's perfect for college students. Ah, good point. Good point. All right, so, so um, we're gonna pick the driver that we think will finish the highest. Then for the bonus yes, the, the winner of the race that typically. Oh, okay. Is the- so we do it. Yeah, I, I, I if. If uh, so, what are we doing the bonus point for? Highest finisher or if they win? Highest finisher. Highest finisher. Somebody should get a point. I want to see this. Somebody get a point. All right. Let's do this. All right, Eric, go first. Who is uh, this? Is guy? Who is Tatiana Calderon? Oh no, 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 no. I'm just looking at the entry. Who is she? She's usually three laps off the pace. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. uh, I just wanted to acknowledge. I didn't know. I'd never seen that name before uh, she was no. a formula two driver um she she was actually um uh she was in formula two a few other i mean she's just kind of been bouncing around mm. junior formula series hey but go ahead eric picker yeah if you want to pick her, go ahead. sorry i'm no, also please. looking at these i'm also looking at these city names uh will powers from toowoomba australia any any Toowoomba? viewers from toowoomba 
It's pretty fun. Eric, I know what you're doing. You're stalling so you can see the chat. (laughs) Yeah. I had a pick. I had a pick. I'm going with Scott McLaughlin. But I was just, I was just, I've I've looked at NASCAR entry lists and I've learned basically everyone's hometown by now, but I've never looked at an IndyCar entry list and I'm just like, I'm just, it's interesting. There's so many foreign countries, obviously. Oh my God. If the chat goes with Jimmy, I'm going to lose it. Oh Uh, my God. Jimmy at Barber? Oh, hey, go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, let him do it. Um, I'm going to win. Watch him win. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with Alex Pillow. I'll go with Alex Pillow. Yep. Defending winner. Defending yeah. Winner. So because he, so, he scored his first career win here, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. yeah last same. year. That was actually the season opener. We we hadn't mm-hmm. had an Indy car race until this point in the year last. That's year. crazy. So I, I will admit, Samuel, are you actually from Toowoomba? You said you're from Toowoomba in the well, chat. I hope I, so. I, I will admit, while everyone else was doing their picks uh, towards the end there, and it was starting to go off, I did pull up Racing Reference uh, in the background, so. I feel a little more confident about picking Romain Grosjean uh, as nah. my pick. So, about it. That's going to be mine. Spicy. I'm going to go with the local boy from here in uh, good old Nashville, Joseph Newgarden. Yes, I, he was my other one. Good one. Did Darian pick, or is it me? Uh, yeah, I picked. Yeah, oh, it's your turn. Okay. Oh my God, I'm on the spot now. Let's have a think here. Do you want to look well, at the entry see, list? You, you picked oh, the, pick the winner I, last Believe time. it or not, believe it or not, I might have the entry list memorized. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you who's been knocking on the door. I'll, I'll go out on a limb because why not? We'll try to get a bonus point. Uh, uh, Marcus Erickson. Oh, He's yeah. Been knocking on the door all season long, and uh, you know what? Why not? See, this is, this right like, now is how I know I've been paying way more attention to IndyCar in the last year is because I like know who each one of these people are actually really mm-hmm. well now. So like I was I'm like I can oh, put a yeah, face to I'm them. I'm getting better. Hey, really quick, guys. I've been trying. Chat, one been trying. of us. One of <laughs> us. Hey, really quick, guys. It looks like the chat's picking the 48 there. Hey, I see oh, 48 in the chat. <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll be oh, real man. with you, David. If I if I wasn't gonna be moving like the week of the Indy 500, I'd be going this year. Yeah, I, I was originally planning to go too, but since things just I'm, aren't going to work out, same here. Hey, let's I'm see moving, what I'm the moving, track says. Hey, listen, help that, I'm moving help halfway that TV across the rating. country. Need <laughs> that TV rating. Up. Dude, Get I, you I, I might. I might do, I'll be. I'll be real. I might do a full day long like Monaco Indy Coke 600 watch along. Hey, oh, dude, hell yeah, that'd be fun. So, we love that. Just we saying. Darian, I see you in the chat egging them on to pick Jimmy. I saw that. <laughs> hey, they can put him up to 48. Do it. This is the thing about IndyCar. If Jimmy could stay on the lead lap and it turns into a fuel mileage race, mm-hmm. and I, hey. he's got, he does have a legit shot to win the Indy 500. He's, he's going to podium on one on an oval this year. I guarantee you, he's going to pull a podium at least. There it is. You heard it. You, Darian said that, not me. The yeah. ultimate jinx. <laughs> By the way, I've been there. Says place, place your bets accordingly. Jimmy, so don't don't count him as one. Okay. I don't know who that. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of polos now. Oh, what I just. Gi- I saw five polos in a row. Whoa. Yeah. I Bro, what are polos. Jimmy's oh, odds? Shit, they have to be right. terrible. Okay. Oh yeah, they have to be really huge. <laughs> uh, okay, give them the ten. That just come through a lot. All right, fine. They have the same pick as me. So if we both, <laughs> so if he wins, we'll both get bonus. Yes. Nice. nice. Well, all right. He delivers spamming the 10, though. He all is right, Denny, who are we getting? Well, uh, well it, it's not just Denny. I saw from other people, too. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, all right, guys. Hey, moving on, on that note, uh, we are funded by viewers like you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we're going to go through and read some of the la- the final Super Chats of the night. We ended, the- we ended this conversation 
from Darth Sidious, who came in and supported the show. Darth Sidious. Yep. <laughs> oh, just just you wait, David. Just you wait. See, saw a few in there. See, here here was a situation, David. Uh, this this man was debating s- sending money, and all of a sudden, a voice came into his head, and he and he heard, "Do it." Do it. That's fantastic. Yeah. That he, is. He, 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 couldn't decide, he couldn't decide if he wanted to donate money, and all of a sudden he heard, do it. David, do correct it. me if I'm wrong, but didn't at one point you go by David Skywalker? I did. That was he my did. Yeah. That was, that was It still was pops thinking. up in the link. It, it, yeah, it's still thinking. your link. I need to change. I, well, should I change the link? Because that's the thing. It's been around since well, 2008. Well, I, I, think, I, think I think even oh, Eric, man. Eric's link still, I think, says double E dead. I'm not sure. I, I would. You can, you, I've changed it now. You can both work. You can type okay. in slash Eric Eastman. Oh, Steph. you can wow. change. You can do Wait, multiple links. They both links. would work. I, apparently, they both work because oh, I have hmm. seen both, but wow. I, theoretically, the uh, slash Eric Eastman should be the only one that works. But oh, I well, then, then I'm. Uh, well, I'll check that out. And if I, can, if I can change it and still have the old one work, that'd be like mm-hmm. best case scenario. Yeah. Well, hey, let's move on into the super chat. So yeah, Darth Sidious did end us off when we we uh, went to the break. Andrew Meyer came in with five dollars. Appreciate that. With how many winners we've seen so far, multiple wins is more assurance into the playoffs than one win. So far, only Byron and Chastain are one hundred percent in. Well, that, as long as you're in the top thirty, multiple wins. Last you'll be. Win. You'll yeah, be like yeah. statistically, there's it's impossible to fall out with multiple wins. Fat Dad coming up nine ninety nine. Appreciate that, Fat Dad. And they said it's funny y'all crap on Larson for that move when it was a great move. No, but he tried to win. But Bubba Wallace did the same thing it, to Byron right before Larson tried to make his move. I, I literally said it was a great move. Go ahead, what we said. Like, what are you yeah. guys talking about? Got, but I mean, yeah, I know what he was trying to do. But the fact is, Kurtbush was there though. That's the thing. He was there. Avatar Cora coming in with a dollar nine. Appreciate that, Miss Avatar. The Avatar declares this race a letdown. Boo, Kevin Harvick and Joey Logano. Oh my God! Did you see uh, Austin Cindric in his interview with Jeff Gluck? Basically, uh, was like talking about how much he loves Cora and Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Austin Cindric re- oh. re- revealed he's a uh, enjoyer of those kind of shows. Oh my God! I want him on now. Like, <laughs> seriously, I will. I will be dressed up in my Appa shirt with like. Okay, my whoa, 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 okay, whoa. okay, okay. I'm gonna Keep go. Going I'm gonna go for like. I I will go like full on like gateway weeb. <laughs> gonna go out with it. Okay. I, did, I know it's. I know it's not anime, but I will like. I, I'll, I'll be on the doorstep. Hang on. Uh, I just looked up. Uh, the the WalMarts here in Alabama uh close at 11 p.m. Central. I need to go get some uh, some bottles of water, but uh, I so I'm going to take that opportunity to say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, Chad, uh, Danny, Eric, Jarrett, Darian. Thanks for coming out to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I know I <laughs> love you guys, but um, but yeah, no, Darian. I don't know if you mentioned it already, but he came out to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and hung out um, at the test. Yeah. Um, he kind of got to know uh, us here on the on the open wheel side and. Um, Hopefully, hopefully, we'll be seeing him in the month of May. But hopefully. We'll, we'll see. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, that was really cool. And uh, hopefully we'll get be getting more of you guys out there. I know you guys will probably be out for the Brickyard. so um, Or whatever mm. we're calling that now. Verizon there's 200. Like, there's like three uh, or four I'm, I know I'm, I'm looking <laughs> at for this year. So. Yeah. Well, David, it was great having you on, sir. Uh, where can people find you online via YouTube, social media, et cetera? 
Well, you can find me right here at uh, my name. Well, is it my name? Is my name popping up on the bottom? Yeah, uh, uh, my name. Just search my name, D-A-V-I-D-L-A-N-D. If you get me wet, you call me Mud. Um, but thankfully, I'm not wet right now, so it is uh, David Land. Um, you can check me out for all sorts of racing stuff, uh, particularly IndyCar uh, this weekend. Uh, we'll be at uh, – we're here in uh, beautiful Dave Moody, Alabama, and uh, we'll be covering the uh, – <laughs> I think it's the Honda Grand Prix of Alabama. I don't know. I don't. It's called it's something. It's, it's something. called something, and we're yeah. going to be covering something this weekend. Um, and we'll be sticking a purple mic in Jimmy Johnson's face and telling him that the chat picked him to win. And he'll <laughs> Wait, do, do that again, David. POV or Jimmy Johnson? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, how's the hand? Jimmy, yeah. are you going to win Indy? Jimmy. <laughs> David, thanks for coming, man. We'll let All you go to yeah. Walmart get your water. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We're stay trying hydrated. to stay hydrated. We're trying to be healthy because the month of, because I want to make it at the end of the month to mm. back up my performance last year of picking the Coke 600 and the Indy 500. Absolutely right. Which mm. by which I mean, I'm going to get it absolutely wrong this year. Everybody's going <laughs> to bet like their life savings on the Indy 500 because I'm going to pick it. And uh, I don't want to have that on my conscience, but that's well, that's what's going to happen. David, I'll just let you know, next time you uh, go to a race with all of us, you don't ever have to worry about water. If I'm at the race, you can ask these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. What I do is I You're buy- You're like a camel. Two, no, I buy two forty-eight packs, and then I put them in the fridge and freezer, and then put them in my backpack, and they're cold all day. And like, so th- yeah. this happened at Road America. This happened at Road America uh, last July, where I was putting all these waters in in the morning before we drove up. And Eric and Darian are like, dude, why do you need so many waters? We're going to be fine. It's not that bad. Around 2 o'clock uh-uh. in the afternoon before the race even starts. Hey, uh, you, you got that, that water left? <laughs> that, 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 that was Darian. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, we're walking man. up the hills through there. And, and Darian and Darian's like, yeah, yeah, those waters left. Because he was the one giving me the most crap about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I actually have a dozen of them left. One of them is literally still frozen. Like <laughs> <laughs> wait, oh, wait, hold on. Did you, say, did you say the race hadn't started by... 2 p.m. Eastern Eastern time, uh, Central. You said Central time. Okay, but it mm. but it was it was it was 2 p.m. and the race hadn't started yet. Noon. I believe so. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to end it. Noon and he's gone. Oh man. All right. Getting back onto super chats. I'm gonna butcher this guy's name. So sorry about this. Derek Prezim Prez Smicky is what it looks like. So, Derek Presasmicki, Pres- uh, that's what I read. Appreciate $2 there, Derek. Daniel Dye. Oh, no. Daniel Dye gave Bustin' a nut a new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I feel so bad for that kid. Mm. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, As- Ahsoka Tano coming in at $5. That's a, new, that's a new account. We haven't seen that one, actually. Nice. Uh, appreciate, the, snips? appreciate the five dollars. Oh, you're gonna like what they said. As far as racers go, the humans on Earth have nothing on my master Anakin Skywalker. The only human to ever win a pod race. I like. Well, I like. I, I like true. that. That's the truth. Yeah, it's the truth. Is Anakin a human? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, is he? I don't know what they well, really. He's more machine now than man. Yeah. <laughs> Isaac coming in at five dollars. Appreciate that. I think the Hamlin controversy has more to do with how controversial Family Guy has become in recent years. Example, not all dogs go to heaven. Oh, that episode. Is that an episode? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, we'll yes. talk about that later. Oh, boy, yeah. 
Corey Purnell coming in of $10. Appreciate that. It seems to be a common opinion that the cup cars need more horsepower, but I wonder if the new cars could hold up, mainly the rear differentials. Xfinity series is a superior, is superior and it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, I, I think that is something that a lot of people have complained about. It, it doesn't make sense that literally the Xfinity series is getting more horsepower or having mm -hmm. essentially more machine to control. Yeah. I, but I, I think, yeah, we've kind of all come to that conclusion that it doesn't seem right for the Cup Series to have the, quote, easiest car. I don't think they do, though. No, yeah, no, no they, they don't. Really, uh, yeah. it, it, if you look at just the horsepower, I guess that's what he's getting at. Yeah, yeah. Like, look at Fontana and tell me that's the easiest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, hey, I don't know you had a case last year with the old gen car. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. the super speedway package, but everywhere else, Cup is like pretty equal to, if not yeah. a little more challenging than Xfinity. Yeah, I don't know. Melon Smasher one coming in four nine. I appreciate that. It's that time a week. Ratatouille is overrated. What have I started? Uh, uh, a weekly started uh, something, man. <laughs> you started a weekly contribution to remind us all that. So, yeah. Gavin Adcock coming in at five dollars. Appreciate that. <laughs> They said, hey, Darian, what F1 track would you like to see Cup at? My personal favorite is Silverstone. Ooh, I would like to see them at the five uh, F1 tracks they have in, in Nashville. I know, right? Uh, and apparently they have five. I hear, I, hear they're, I hear they're building the sixth one. Yeah, so yeah. Hey, the six ones, man, hey, they're not in the market. Hey, six F1 tracks in the same market? Oh, my gosh. NASCAR, so let's go to yep. one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, melon smasher one coming in again with 499 all melons better be on the lookout for the melon man because he will be there to smash them do you know the melon man the melon man the melon man the melon man rowdy every lap coming in five dollars appreciate that unless you have been to kyle bush motorsports you can't even begin to imagine how many trophies kyle bush has won P.S. Ty Gibbs ain't breaking his Xfinity record. Well, n I don't think so because he won't be in Xfinity yeah, long enough. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he'll be. He'll break some sort of record. Like yeah, maybe. Jake Stewie coming in at four ninety nine. Appreciate that. Have y'all seen the NASCAR? Uh, have y'all seen the NASCAR iceberg conspiracy or dark moments yes. floating around on Twitter? Yes, would be cool I, to uh, make a video on that. And I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll just, yeah, I'll just be quite frank with you guys. Because of the name alone, we reserved that for Jarrett. So he, yeah, he gets that, that one. That, that might turn into like an eight-hour stream because I have like the one that has like 40 different ones on like all seven levels. Damn. So it's like that might be one where it's like we just cover each like, topic for like two or three minutes like each. Literally the name and algorithm writes itself alone for your channel. So The all iceberg right. covers the NASCAR iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> Groovy Goose coming in at 499. Appreciate that. Speaking of NASCAR and conspiracies, how come no one talks about the NASCAR fan on the grassy knoll with a Junior 8 hat on? Spend a UFO. What? Where? Wait, the huh? what? Yeah, say that again. Yeah, be a little more specific. How come no There's one talks about How come no one talks about the NASCAR fan on the grassy knoll with a junior eight hat? Is he talking about on iRacing or like or like I don't know on NR two thousand three or something? Because I've seen that before. I think that's what he's. I, I don't know. I don't know. What he's I'm kind of confused. I'll, 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 look, I'll look into it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Groovy Goose. Groovy Goose coming came in again over dollar ninety nine. Appreciate that. And they said just wanted to show appreciation for the work y'all do. Groovy Goose, we do appreciate that. You are a regular Thank here in the chat, you, and uh, we you. we appreciate uh, what what you do for us with the support. Uh, following up, Groovy Goose though is Elmo, everyone's favorite character. Come in with dollar ninety nine. Appreciate that. 
Elmo hates Harvick. Elmo almost went to the dark side. Oh Man, we gotta get God. Tom Grassi to say that in his Elmo voice. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, imagine Sith Lord Elmo. <laughs> Elmo does not like. No, can't do it. <laughs> Corvette Racing, do it. Corvette Racing forty eight coming in five dollars. Appreciate that. Here we go. You know it's going to be talked about a lot tonight. Daniel Dye just wanted to show off his ball busting moves. <laughs> God bless it. It's horrible. Da Pexel Artist comes in of two dollars. Appreciate that. Denny stole a meme from Dank NASCAR memes on Instagram, and that is true. That that was originally mm-hmm. posted by a a NASCAR <laughs> memes account. Denny, Denny's doing yeah, a Denny Hamlin fan ended up screwing over Denny Hamlin. Yeah, that's the funniest <laughs> part about this whole thing. Imagine um, getting your favorite driver sent to sensitivity training. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, but you know, as content creators, you have to laugh at that a little bit. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Darth Sidious came back in of dollar ninety nine. Appreciate that, Mister Sidious. Welcome, young land. Time you call me master. Boo, Kevin Harvick. Well, he's already gone. Sorry, yeah, Darth he's Sidious. Gone, bro. I told David there'd be more Star Wars stuff coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gordon, the big engine, came in another five dollars. Appreciate that. I must. Well, sorry. I must ask you, David. Are you gonna be? Are you gonna get back to Indy Five Hundred Evolution for the month of May? P.S. Love your content. I think we can all say, yeah, he'll probably be there for yeah, for, for that. So, hey, yeah. will he'll be there. Speedway Anywhere came in of $2. No comment, just a $2 donation. Appreciate that, Speedway Anywhere. NASCAR Racing Fan 927 came in of $2. Well, can't can't do this. For David Land, what happened to Alexander Rossi? So, does anyone else know? question. He said, but I don't know. He might be switching teams after this season. So... He hasn't been running well. I just remember how he was was the story a couple years ago, the Indy 500, Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's the last anyone's talked positively about him. Yeah, Yeah. it's been downhill. Mm -hmm. Coleslaw Custard coming in with $279 Canadian dollars. Appreciate that, Mr. Coleslaw. I think Peretta Autosport should get Danica back. Mm. Mm, I don't know about that. That that ship has sailed. Yeah. Gordon, the big engine, comes in again of two dollars. David, hopefully, I'll meet, you, I'll see you at the Indy Five Hundred when I go. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. David's definitely someone. If you see him, just like us, say hello to him. He'll he'll be glad to say hi to you. Isaac, come in of two dollars. Wish me luck on my exam tomorrow. Spin that UFO, Isaac. Good luck on that exam, man. Good luck, good luck. Get him, Isaac. Maybe, good luck. Ma- for you. maybe you know. Hope you were studying while listening to us. So yeah, nah, just wing it. The faster the UFO spins, the the higher your grade is. Nah, good point. GN coming up, $1.99. Appreciate that. David, what is your favorite rain race of all time? Sorry, GN. He cannot answer that one. Sorry. He left. Sorry, God. Ryan Butcher coming in of $10. Appreciate that, Ryan. Looking forward to watching Coke 600. I always look forward to the pre-race stuff. NASCAR does a good job honoring military. They do for that one. I, I was at the mm-hmm. 2018 Coke 600, and, and yeah, that is a cool experience every year, what they do before that race. If you haven't been to a Coke 600, you should at least just for the pre-race activities. And the mid-race activities. <laughs> well, yeah. if they bring that back this year. I think I think they are. I think it's a new <laughs> tradition. Jar Jar Banks comes in with four ninety nine. Appreciate that. Misa here. Misa friend David. Misa got great news. Misa loves Yusa. Misa thinks Yusa muy muy great. Yusa not like Dudu Head Harvick. He's a Karen. Oh my gosh. Dude, with this whole Harvick hate, man. <laughs> 
It's crazy. Jar Jar, I just, I, I gotta say, it's the, the Jar Jar guy. Even though he goes by his real name on Facebook, he still talks like that in everything I ever say from him on Facebook. So that's uh, funny. So I, that's I, funny. I, I, I appreciate the commitment to the character there, Jar Jar. Thank I have you. Questions, man. I have questions. <laughs> yes, uh, it, it always confuses. It's like a very serious NASCAR group, and he's always in there using the Jar Jar voice. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, is he still doing this? <laughs> but I appreciate it, man. Spencer Smith coming up ten dollars, going to Dover this weekend. Any advice for a first timer? I've never been to Dover, so I can't give any advice on that. I, I don't think any of us have been to Dover yet, have we? No, no, no never been the boys there. wanted to. Sounds like a so. Track, but... Sorry, Spencer, we don't have anything to provide for you. Get Le- there early. That's all. You know, just yeah. yourself plenty of time. Yeah. I don't know how much there is to do, but might as well get there early. Because that's why you get there early. You never know what there is to do there. So, Leon's Automotive comes in at ten dollars. Appreciate that. Sim Racer number twenty four from Odie's Racing Group on Gran Turismo. Huge fan of y'all's channels. Any advice to break through the YouTube algorithm for our race group? Met Eric at Phoenix Spring twenty twenty. Huge inspiration. Thanks. Um, as far as the YouTube algorithm, it, I mean it changes like every few months, so it is mm-hmm. hard to give you any specific advice. Like one second we feel like we we're doing good, and then you know we'll have a few weeks where I feel like you guys don't even see our videos, and you have to readjust to the new YouTube algorithm. So it, yeah, it changes. It's very up and it's very up and down. Just keep, at it. Just keep at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Just keep at it. Consistency is key. The one thing I find the YouTube algorithm is pretty consistent if you're consistent. So I think that's mm-hmm. the one advice. Yeah. And obviously, a good title and a good thumbnail. I mean, I don't know. It goes a long yeah. way. <laughs> Everyone's a little <laughs> superficial. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you know, having a content people want to keep coming back for, but making content that's a little that's that's good in quality, but easier to make, so you can consistently get it out there. I think that's that's key to making any not even NASCAR like any YouTube channel work. Yeah. Uh, Damon Kusha coming in at five dollars. Appreciate that. Sorry, man, he's already gone. Question for David: What you know about Laguna Seca revamp? Unfortunately, oh. he's already gone. Yeah, yeah, apologies about him not not being able to read those. I feel bad that so many people donated to have him I, I, answer questions. I know, and, I know. And we we should do a better job of of making sure he's on at the beginning and, and that we have those questions available. So apologies well, to those who sent sent David questions. I'm sure he saw yeah. them. Absolutely, he's yeah, watching he'll, the stream. He saw them. But he'll be in uh, he'll be in Indy, you know, for the Indy 500 at his mm-hmm. house. So he'll be able yeah. to answer them better yeah. at the end of May. Nova Stone 12, appreciate the $5 donation. Will NASCAR change the rules if Junior Motorsports goes to Cup as Hendrick is owner or will Hendrick sell stake? Also, why do you think Elliott is in a slump? Zero wins? He's not really a slump. He's consistent. He's the point. He's not not in a slump. He just, again, at the tweet up, Kelly Crandall pointed out that he hasn't won on an Oval since 2020, but still, that's about the biggest thing. He just hasn't yeah. won yet. As, as for the JRM thing, uh, I just, I don't think they won't change the rules for Hendrick. I think that Hendrick will just move money around so he's in technicality, not yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could see if any if NASCAR is going to look the way, and I don't mean this in a cheating way, but I just mean like Rick Hendrick's been such a big part of the sport for so long. If NASCAR was to kind of look the other way or let them sort of finagle things, they'd let Hendrick do it. Kind of the yeah. same way they've let Hamlin continue to race for JGR despite owning 2311. Like, I don't know exactly how that was structured, but there's kind of a technicality they're working their way through. That's probably what would happen if, mm-hmm. if JRM came to cup. Yeah. Aski 20 came in at 499. Appreciate that. Eric, going to see Ken's of race at Madison this weekend. Which diecast should I take in case he is signing? Give me a few options. I probably have one. Oh, shoot. I mean, I, 
at this point in his career, I don't know. Every Kansas fan's a little different. I look more fondly on his Roush tenure than his most of his Gibbs tenure. So I would bring one of my DeWalt 17 cars for him to sign first and foremost. I, take your pick, which that doesn't bother me too much. But um, I just feel like in general, when I'm 70 years old and I think back about eh, Kenseth, I'll think of the yellow and black 17. So that's what I'd probably choose. But when I saw Kenseth in person in Wisconsin three years ago, he's, I got him to sign the Circle K 20 car. So I guess I'm a hypocrite. I mean, whatever you want, I mean, go go for it. But I, at this point in my stage, I'd pick a DeWalt 17. Even though I'm not a, I wasn't a Kenseth fan like Eric, I would say if you have it, uh, my personal pick would be if you have a Crown Royal car, maybe like one of the black ones he had. Maybe maybe even consider taking that one. Um, after that one, Sly Supersonic came in with a generous twenty dollar and one cent donation. That is very generous of you, Sly Supersonic. We really appreciate that. Hello, my Fantastic Four. I missed NWP last week. Hello, David Land. Well, we'll we'll tell him hello for you. I think I think if Kyle doesn't return to JGR slash Toyota, I think the Ford is definitely next. Ford needs a driver like Kyle Busch right now. Ford wants to catch back up to Chevy. Hashtag KFB. Yeah, that would definitely they would they would be making a I guess a mistake to pass him up if he's available. I will say that. C Workman three eighty eight. Appreciate you, man. Good to see you. Appreciate the ninety nine. And uh it's a little controversial here. He says sensitivity training to him is the same as virtual virtue signaling, and he challenges uh, people to change uh, his mind. I saw that. <laughs> uh, well, we won't touch that one too much, man, mm-hmm. but we do appreciate the donation. Thank you. Kevian D. Weston. This is a very generous donation. Appreciate it, Mr. Weston. Forty nine ninety nine. Very generous. Mm-hmm. That is so nice of you. And it, I got to say this in a stone-cold voice. Oh, hell yeah, I'm saying Stone Cold Steve Austin is taking the NASCAR Cowboy Austin Dillon as his underdog, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> that's the best I can do for you, Weston. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. I hurt me, sir. Hey, I appreciate that, man. Melon Smasher 1 comes in again with another four ninety nine. Are any of the boys coming to Road America in July? My current intention for me and Claudia is yes, we will try to be at Road America. These three mm-hmm. went last year. Are you guys going to go back this year? I'm visiting de- my family yeah. this year. So. Yeah, I definitely yeah, want I to, will be. man. For sure. I'm a maybe. It's a it's a longer hike for me, and I got a lot of trips in between that. Well, yeah. so we'll see. You, you got uh, uh, just letting y'all the know. The cheese curds got, alone got almost <laughs> the flight. Just, mm-hmm. just letting y'all know. Y'all have a free place to stay when uh, when you're appreciate it. Nice, appreciate it. Napa Racing Fan 927 comes in at five dollars. They said, "Please, Fox, have Mike Joy, Daryl Waltrip, and Larry back in the booth for next week's throwback race at Darlington. Kick Boyer out of the booth for just one week. You know." Okay, I, I think he. I didn't. I, he might take the vacation, but even that, a stage, even just a stage. But that does sound yeah. fun, actually. Just having the old school lineup for one yeah. week. I, I'd be all right with it. What mm-hmm. do you guys watched think? Him, watched him be better than anything we've heard on TV the last three years. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> Rewind it right back to two thousand three. <laughs> and looks like this is the last super chat of night, unless anyone else donates last minute. Groovy Goose, appreciate the four ninety nine. Eric, how did you get the sign that says E-Step and LED lights? That one that looks like the NASCAR logo. It looks cool. Spin the UFO, Jarrett. Oh, oh, oh. It's just... He needs to go get it. Oh, I They're see. Not lights. They're just like, I think this is what he, 
what Grimmy Goose is talking about. They're oh, like, yeah. It's like little beads. Uh, I know a fan That's sent cool. this to me last year. I have no idea how they made it or what they did to make this happen, but it looks awesome. So, yeah, I was kind of awesome. And it really it, it, it fits perfectly on your play button, too. No, mm. exactly. It looks like something I, if I drove a car, it'd be in my windshield banner. <laughs> like the Cup Series yeah. logo in the name. No, no, exactly. I, I, I don't remember who sent it to me off the top of my head, but no, that, that that's what I got. I don't no idea how they made it, but it's really cool. Mm. I think that's what Gribby was talking about. <laughs> but it doesn't light up, but I guess I could shine a light through it. Their whole yeah, thing. you could light it up in the back. That'd be cool. Yeah. But yeah, that'll do it for the super chat tonight. Very generous, y'all tonight. We really do appreciate the support. Without you guys watching, donating to the show, we couldn't keep doing this every week. Along with you guys and our uh, sponsors who support us each week, we really appreciate everything. And uh, on that note, we will be back next week, May fourth at eight p.m. Eastern time on the Icebergs channel. So if you're not Star subscribed, Wars Day. yes. If you're not subscribed to Jarrett, make sure you get subscribed before next week's episode as Eric drops it from his face. I, I'm telling you, man, you're not a car. That's not your windshield banner. You, you need to get, don't, don't, don't do that. Just glue it on my your... life, mom. <laughs> um, but yeah, next week we'll be going over all the events after Dover. And uh, Eric, is there anything that we have planned for that one that you know of? You know, anything? Uh... We have a couple of fun things. Uh, I think we're going to have a, a fellow YouTuber on the show. I can't remember if mm-hmm. we had this guy on the show before. I think we have, but it's been a while. It's been, I think, I think four, three or yeah, four years. It's been wow. a while. So we'll have a, another familiar YouTuber on. And I believe we've got to iron some things out, but I think we're going to get to talk to uh, an executive, someone from Goodyear, um, the mm-hmm. official tire of NASCAR. I'm doing some pretty cool stuff with them at Darlington and hopefully going to give them a chance to talk a little bit about what goes into preparing tires for a race weekend, how uh, the the tires with these next gens especially work this year, hopefully get some Mm -hmm. pretty interesting insight out of them, but that's also going to be happening next week Mm -hmm. as of now, at least. And that, that, that YouTuber coming on will be Eminem cup series. We had, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure (laughs) if they were confirmed yet. I didn't want to say (laughs) he confirmed with me this morning. He'll be on and uh, we can't, we can't wait to have him on because it'll be, It'll be the first time we'll have him on as just the only YouTuber on because I think we had both him and Jet last time. That's right. Yeah. That was our first. I think I want to say it was the first time we had Jet on the show too. So might have been like a, been a while. <laughs> and, it's been a minute. And then real quick here, we had one last super chat come in five dollars from Matthew Wells. Appreciate that, Matthew. And he just simply said, "It's Talladega from there." Anyways, carry on. LOL. Well. I'll just. I, I'm not going to say who it is, but we do have another YouTuber coming on the week after next on darian's channel so i'll let you all guess i saw somebody guess it right somebody somebody guessed it right in the chat already but uh but i'll let you all keep guessing uh it, it'll be a pretty fun one i mean i'd be down to have him on <laughs> yeah I'd be, I'd be down to have nrf down yeah yeah. yeah i would yeah. love to have him on water out of the bridge man yeah exactly but anyways uh, with that note Thanks so much for watching this week's episode of the NASCAR Week Podcast here on Dana B Talks. Make sure you subscribe if you are not subscribed already to my channel as well as the other three hosts of the show. And until next time, we will see you guys next week over on the Icebergs channel. And we do hope you have a great day. Eric, place out. Uh, that was all right. <laughs> Goodbye! <laughs> Great, great. Oh, holy moly. Great job! Yeah! This guy. Thank you! Woo! Hell yeah. Woo! Great job, man! Now we got a crash! Car spinning left and right! Buddy, let her rip! Right like hell!
unbelievable. You guys are the best. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, what a year. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.